0: Yeah, so just go like that. Come on, jazz hands. Jazz yeah. hands, Cody. There we go. Cody's doing jazz hands. <laughs> Walter's doing jazz hands. There you go. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on because we are live. We are live. This is the Who Moved My Freedom podcast coming to you live from the Hank Strange Media Studios, right? It's podcast number 346. Our special guest, Cody from Walter Arms. And there he goes right there, Cody. And we are going to talk, uh, shoot it, love it, buy it, that Walther Arms has going on, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe if you guys don't have a Walther or you already have one, you want to get another one, you want to know what to get. We're going to go through that. We'll talk about the history and stuff like that of Walther Arms with Walter here <laughs> from Safety Harbor Firearms. There he goes. Speaking of history, I got some history. uh uh-uh. okay. Boom.
1: So um, we'll talk about that. Yeah, is that a is that a Walter Walter? Yeah, that's a Walter Walter. It's a Walter Hankster.
0: Yeah. Uh, yes, okay, that's got to be a really old one. That goes back like probably to the hundred years. Then no, not quite. Though <laughs> this, this this is a post war Walter. Uh, post war. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about that. Lots of other things. Uh, welcome to everyone that's out there. Please, um, you know, smash the thumbs ups. Okay, we need and appreciate those share the video if you can if you're not subscribed already please do subscribe and then ring the bell you know we need that we got to get these got to get these numbers pumped up we have to get more people knowing about the who move my freedom podcast um let me see should i go through real quick and shout out everyone i'm kind of playing injured today man my back is just really killing me uh, so uh but you know richard was number 1 in the chat so i got to at least uh shout out richard Yes. Yeah, Richard Hughes. Because if I don't shine him out when he's number one, he was, yeah, yeah, he'll never, he'll never let us live it down. So shout out to you, Sir Richard Hughes. Uh, you're number one today. Tomorrow, who knows? You'll be number two. <laughs> you know? or you'll be doing number two, whatever. So oh,
1: hey, would you blow me? Says no thumbs up unless I get a shout out. So,
0: oh, okay. All right, Haywood, <laughs> <laughs> to blow me. Shout out to you. <laughs> Shout out to you. Yeah. Um, hold on. You know what? You guys talk amongst yourselves for one second here. I got to take this call really quick. Sorry about. Oh, this. okay. That's give okay. me one second. All right. So tell me about the uh, that program. It, I didn't
1: realize that, um, is that good for every Walther?
2: Uh, so it's the PBQ series, uh, and that's our flagship gun. Is the P V Q. so. Okay. It goes from anywhere from our PV twenty two line all the way up to the new Q five match steel frame. So oh. uh pretty cool program. We you know, we're pretty innovative with that new steel frame gun that we, we dropped in January and kind of sitting around looking at the market and, and seeing what everybody's doing. And basically what the competition's doing is just giving away free stuff, dropping the bottom out on their guns. And um, you know, it's not not real great for the market. So we had to be a little bit more innovative with how we were gonna to try to to remove some guns and um uh, we're thinking about what's kind of annoying when we go as a especially as like a first-time gun buyer or even as a, as a professional as you, you roll into a gun store and you're you're looking at this vast sea of black handling, right? <laughs> and uh
1: vast sea of black polymer
2: yep and, and that's <laughs> you're talking to the sales guy he influence you, influences you the most and um so he talks you into this gun you buy it First thing they tell you, though, is no returns, right? All sales are final. They don't take returns on guns.
0: So Yeah, it's not like the old West days where you could just go out in the back and yeah. shoot the gun before you could – I guess unless the unless the range has a rental program, right? Yeah, some of them, but you know how it is. They'll give you five rounds, and it's really – you know, you really can't tell a whole lot from that. Yeah. Um, you got to put at least 100 or maybe 1,000. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that one. I'm a thousand rounds. Before I Do you guys have a round limit on that
2: uh, return oh, policy? Oh, not okay. at all. So that's the cool part about it. And so we saw that we're like, Hey, we, we wanted to show people. And we knew it. I was on the sales side before I became the marketing manager of Walther. Mm-hmm. And I just worked dealer events, consumer events all across the United States. And uh, every time we put the PBQ in people's hands, it was just like an instant uh, behind like they just loved it you know their shots you know you could tell downrange they were hitting the target a lot easier that's just the ergonomics and trigger were so great so we felt really confident in that product and um it, it was so new no one's ever tried this in the gun industry before and okay. uh, we, we really want to take our, our flagship line and, and put it out there for this and so for the people that don't know you can actually go in and buy a pvq and take it home within 30 days if you don't like it you can send it back to us and we issue a full refund for the
0: cost of the gun tax and shipping okay so is that just the ppq or is that any guns that you guys have in the lineup right now just the ppq line um
2: oh okay yep and ppq so, line okay 22 all the way up to the q5 match steel frame so everything and there's a wide variety in there now i mean it is something we'd like to look into and open it up um across the line but it's something like i said it's so new no one's done anything like this and, uh,
0: okay how many different variations do you guys
2: have in the ppq a lot i mean we got subcompacts nine millimeter 40 uh, 45 we have steel frame polymer frame uh, 22 long rifle um, five inch four inch variants i mean it, the optics ready all kinds of variants so um there's plenty to plenty to pick from and, and personally it's my favorite my favorite pistol. I mean, I started shooting it competitively before I started working for Walter,
0: you know, 5 or 6 years ago, so um, okay. It's a great platform. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's cool. Uh hopefully you have those here so we can go through with people and uh you know, and and give people some idea of it. But let's go back. I'm sorry about that. There was like actually a, a, I I got a call from uh, my local sheriff's department. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Babyface is out is out at my place shooting and I guess he's doing a lot of shooting.
1: Oh, so they were
0: oh, questioning that? Yeah. So so I guess someone called. <laughs> uh oh. And they're and they're out there, but you know, we'll we'll get it handled. We'll get it handled. Yeah. It's not it wasn't me this time. <laughs> so yeah, you know what, Cody, let's go back to like um if you can, you know, tell us like what your background is, how long you've worked for Walther, et cetera.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: definitely. So
2: I've been working for Walther for about four years now. My background was not in sales or marketing or anything. I actually uh, have a master's degree in in education. Okay, cool. Yeah. I taught agriculture education, um, ag science in uh, ninth through 12th grade high school uh, for a little while down in Texas. Okay. Uh, Yeah. That's where I'm originally from. And, uh, did that for a little while. I went down to San Antonio and started to work for a little gun store down there and um, loved it, you know, and it just kind of all of a sudden, you know, I'd been there for three years and uh, wife got a great opportunity to move up near Arkansas and looked and Walter was there and I was already shooting Walter competitively. Oh, Okay. It was and IDPA and uh, applied for just a super entry level job there. I was a dealer support rep and uh, they took me in and uh, put me out on the road. So I covered, everything north of Oklahoma, east to west coast, and I traveled around and just visited gun stores and consumer events, range events, Uh, did training for Walther, just kind of spread the good word of Walther. Okay, cool. Yeah, for about three and a half years I did that, Um, and then this last uh, August, I I kind of gathered up so much experience from the market and what consumers and dealers and and the the industry was asking for, Um, They kind of took a chance on me and, and put me in charge of the uh, marketing for the U.S. side. Uh, so I took that over in August and kind of hit the ground running. I had a little time to prepare before we, we were launching some some real big products. But uh, kind of during that, that three and a half years as a, a dealer support rep, I, like I said, I was shooting competitively and um, the marketing team at the time ended up putting me on the the pro shooting team for Walter. Uh, so I shot for the pro team for about uh, close to three years also. Oh, okay i took this uh, uh this position since i'm kind of in charge of the shooting team
0: now I, I pulled. Oh, okay I oh so it. you're the you're you're uh, leading the shooting team i am yep oh sweet okay very cool <laughs> yeah, so lots of lots of fun stuff and i and i love it
2: so i like to get out there and get with guys and i made it a point when i was at a gun store when i was working at that gun store i'd always have all these factory people come in you can just tell instantly like they weren't really gun guys, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, uh, I, I really that happens that sometimes. sometimes. It does, and I understand. I mean, some guys are really great sales marketing. You don't have to be to be great at it, but I, I really felt like to connect and, and make the connections and and appeal to to the people buying our guns that I, I myself needed to be a, a, a gun guy, a hardcore gun guy. So mm-hmm. my weekends, often consists consist of going to the range and, and
0: shooting, and I travel all over the U.S. and still shoot competitions. So okay cool our friend mike from mw tactical yeah, yeah what's up, mike? You, you you know him right he says uh, i can honestly say i love shooting my walther q5 match yeah he's uh he's been i've been watching him a little bit he's been training up for uspsa
2: and getting out there shooting a lot so it's good to see people uh, pushing the shooting sports side of it there's a, there's a lot of different aspects within the, the gun industry and uh uh, one of my personal favorites is the shooting sports side of it so
0: yeah you know I notice uh, my friends that have a Walther they're usually competitive shooters mm-hmm. so is this one of the favorites with competitive shooters is it what's the yeah we've, we've grown a lot in that market it really like when we looked at it so we make a lot
2: not only do we make like defense guns you know like PBQ, PBK and all that Mm-hmm. olympic style air guns and uh, rimfire guns also i mean we've won gold medals at the olympics <laughs> so not very many other gun companies out there can say that they've won gold medals and then you know can defend your house also so, uh, mm-hmm. so we, we were already in that market a little bit and we looked at it and we we built this shooting team and it was kind of right at this time when the, the rest of the industry was kind of cutting theirs uh, mm-hmm. out, and so we were able to, we, we released the Q5 Match, which was a polymer frame version of the PPQ series, five inch barrel. And it was really cool looking for its tie. came out two years ago and had all the slide cuts from the factory. Um, I have it right here. So
0: you can see. Yeah, please feel free to throw yeah. up some uh, guns yeah. anytime. The, the <laughs> blue trigger, great ergonomics, optics ready, LPA sights.
2: Um, it really stood out on the shelf. And then competitive shooters really took. To kind to it. I mean, our triggers, we're known for the PTU trigger being probably the best strike or fire trigger on the market. Um, and then with that, we released uh, a contingency program for USPSA and IDPA shooters, where if you go out to any of the matches that we have listed on our website and you win first or second place in your class, so whether you're a C-class shooter all the way up to a Grand Master, we'll pay you anywhere from $250 up to about $3,000 per match um so it allowed people to actually go out there and actually make a little bit of money mm-hmm. <laughs> shooting walters so all you had to do you didn't have to you know buy a jersey or do any of this it's you just basically shot a walther and win your class and we paid you cash money oh okay you guys still have that program yeah it's still going on or we we have about a half million dollars set aside up for grabs so wow you're okay. <laughs> you in the wrong business yeah yeah right <laughs> uh, yeah. You can uh, you can win some money if you start traveling around a little bit. And that's what we wanted people to do. And when you started going to these matches, and I know when I first got started, you'd go to a match and there'd be all kinds of prizes and things to win. And you know, as the market for the gun industry kind of went down a little bit, you started. That's the first thing normally companies cut or, or things like that. So we really wanted to show that support back into the, the shooting sports side of it. So.
0: Yeah. Now, Kathleen Music Lover, and you guys out there, please feel free to give us questions. We'll talk about this. Um, I don't know if there's a ton of new stuff going on, but I think this is probably a good opportunity. Whenever we have folks come on um, from a company for the first time, like Cody's doing here for Walther, we, uh, you know, we try to get into, to. Uh, history and all that kind of stuff so but if you guys have questions let us know we'll answer those even if it's not necessarily about walther kathleen musical lover, says uh they need to sell optic ready slides yes so uh, we're actually
2: coming out with a full performance accessory line which consists of like magwell's bass pads all this so we've been in some discussions to figure out how to just just sell the slide and it's got Kind of difficult because, like, the entire cost of the gun is basically in the slide. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> out there, you don't want to put a gun out there and it would be, you know, a hundred bucks cheaper than the entire gun There's no one mm-hmm. at that point. So mm-hmm. uh, we're working to try to get that kind of just priced right, and that way, you know, you can actually buy it. But that is a it's something that we're really pushing for um, this year with myself and the new staff at, at Walter is is making Walter B B Q here as a platform. You know, people yeah. like to, to tinker with their stuff and and try out new things and swap slides. And I mean, I can show you some of my stuff. I do the same
0: things. I mean, uh, it's a, it's a cool thing to be able to do. So. Okay, cool. Uh, Ghost Tactical says, what's up to you, by the way? What's up, Ghost? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Richard Hughes says, can I still get a PPS M1? I like that for a lefty pocket carry. Man, we don't make them anymore because the PPS <laughs> T took that over, but
2: there are still a few out there lingering around at shops. Um, who yeah. took that over? Uh, the PPS M2. So that was just the the newest release. Oh, okay. Of it. And it basically went away from the paddle magazine release, which a lot of lefties loved, and I went into the button magazine release for the American market. And it kills me because I'm a paddle magazine release guy too, but uh, just total sales wise, it was just a fraction of what we would sell with buttons. And drove me crazy because I'd be at like events and I would show people like why a
0: paddle was better, and go into this big explanation. And they'd be mm-hmm.
3: like, "All right, that's cool. I'll take the button."
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So you guys dropped it because it just wasn't that popular or? Yeah, basically. So the PPS M1 was actually uh, one of the first single stack polymer frame
2: nine millimeters to hit the market. So well before the Shield or 43 or any of them other guys, um, Walter's always been an innovator, you know, and we, we got our, our start making concealed carry guns,
3: you know, hundred mm-hmm.
2: years ago so. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just a line that we we saw that needed and we released it and the only problem was is when that gun released it had a, like a msrp of like seven hundred dollars it was a longer high end oh that long ago yeah i mean it was back in 20 and i hate to be lying here but i believe it was like 2010 or 20 oh, okay that's not okay so, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. um, but it, it uh it did well for us and but with the evolution of you know, what we are hearing from the American market and, and putting more focus into the US sales side of it, because that's where the majority of handguns are sold, uh, we had to listen to a little bit of what they were wanting. And that's why we came out with the PPSM2, which is just updated ergonomics and button magazine release and a few other little features that uh, kind of pushed it up a little higher. And then we actually were able to get the cost down a little bit on that too. So now the gun, MSRP is around $469 and you can find some good deals on them too. So
0: Okay, cool. So uh, you know, there's there's a bunch of things coming in. Um, You know, what I usually like to ask companies when they come on nowadays is where they stand on the Second Amendment. So I'm gonna, you know, pose that question to you. Where do you guys stand on the Second Amendment? Hopefully, you're for it. But uh, (laughs) but more than that, I'd like to know what you guys actually do um, to help uh, forward the Second Amendment. Yeah, that's uh.
2: Definitely a cool thing from from our side of it too, because we are a German uh, company. You know, our, our CEOs out of Germany, but our entire staff here in the United States was—we have about 110 employees at the, the Fort Smith, Arkansas plant, and we're all pretty hardcore gun people, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we try to do our best to to support the the Second Amendment as much as possible. So we went out, you know, we signed Gabby Franco, who's a very big uh, promoter of the Second Amendment with uh, NSSF. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know with our attendance at nss the, the shot show and nra show and things like that that does uh does really well
0: we also sponsor uh louder with crowder mm-hmm. big yeah i see that yeah um when i watched louder with crowder i i was actually surprised yeah. uh, to see that you know i think that's that's good stuff man you know he's got the, the gun company getting behind him and and all that so that's good okay We definitely realize, and you'll see a lot
2: of companies, they're going to push the gun industry things, right? And you're going to see them advertise in the gun magazines and stuff like that, and you have to do that. But I Mm -hmm. do think we need to to get outside the box a little bit and push those boundaries of of our voice because we're a little bit quiet about what we feel, right? And we Mm get kind of outperformed by the, the liberals out there that scream really loud. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to do our part too, and I thought Crowder does a great job. Y'all, you know, you guys do a great job also, and we're we're there to try to support as much as possible. We are a smaller company; we're not as big as a lot of a lot of our competitors, and, and people think of us as a as a really large company um, because we're so old and we've been around for so long. But I mean, really, when you look at Walter USA, the sales and marketing wing is probably less than fifteen people total. Um, oh, yeah. So I mean, we're we're working off a very a very uh, kind of short staff there, and uh, and just trying to do as much as possible. To be innovative with with how we support things and to push the boundary and be an example for the industry.
0: Okay, um, you know what the thing is? Um, I I know I was pleasantly surprised to see you guys uh, sponsoring Crowder. Uh, can you tell us how that came about? How that happened? Pretty funny story, actually. He, okay. So like His last year,
2: sometime he posted a picture he had one of our competitors guns I don't call him out too much but mm-hmm. uh and it was broke and he was like calling him out like hey man my gun broke and so <laughs> we, we just commented on there and I was like hey man we know a guy at Walter. you know from the Walter page and mm-hmm. uh we just kind of got in contact with him and we talked to him and got him into a pbq and he was a huge pbk fan he had loved Walter and uh Stephen's dad uh, Darren and loved Walter and the, uh, the whole kind of crew did, and so we kind of fell in with them and just just started, you know, doing some support. And then we we kind of went back and forth, and we we signed a deal with them to actually sponsor the show. And um, you can kind of see some of the the different ways. I I told them I was like, I don't want you know, we don't want at Walter just you just you know reading through some lines and then going about your business. Like we want to be part of the the team there, and, and they've been so great about that. You know, their studios are popped up, and protected by Walter, and. They're really fans of the brand and the industry. Also, they enjoy to the shoot. So it was a, it was a good move for both of us. And, and we stay in contact. We talk every week. And, uh, the great, great group of guys.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's good. It's. I think it's good to see someone like Crowder. You know, obviously he's a conservative. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he considers himself a comedian, but he's out there, yeah. and uh, a lot of us like what he has to say you know, but you don't usually see guys like that actually showing guns, talking about guns and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. it's good. And it's good to see the industry get behind it. Walter, did you, if there's anything that you want to ask here, feel free to jump in.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm just absorbing right now. You're (laughs) absorbing. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, you know, you, you, we we should probably go back a little bit on the history i'm obviously i'm guessing you weren't here 100 years ago oh, God, no <laughs> <laughs> so um so what's the history with uh walter here in america yeah so it's a, it's a weird deal here i mean
2: you no know, walter's over 130 years old and uh, but I always always tell people if you if you look at and you look at the influence of america and the concealed carry and and the pushes that yeah, walter started a lot of that with their their model one and their they invented been the first blowback semi-automatic gun uh with the model one mm-hmm. at the same time john browning was making his uh, browning lock breach uh so that was a is a was a big step forward but we really didn't like hit the mark till the the pp series the, the police pistol series came out which is the pbk which is a very very well known in pop culture for being the James Bond gun,
0: right? Right, yeah. Definitely want to get into that a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah. The innovations there were being the first uh, gun with a single action, double action mm-hmm. uh, capabilities with a decocker. Um, so we've we've always pushed towards civilian carry, and the guns were always really designed towards uh, being able to carry in normal clothes and, and things like that. You didn't really see Walter get into like military style weapons until you know World War One, World War Two. Uh, when they started building those with the P38s and things. But when you look at them in the U.S., we always tell people we, we act like here at, at Walter Arms USA, uh, like we're a 130-year-old starting off company because uh, for the longest time in the U.S., we had different importers. So we didn't actually have facilities here in the U.S. a Walter team pushing Walter. We had importers that were, were left to do the jobs for sales and marketing. And they, you know, inner arms. Inner so, arms, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm those guys and they, they all did their part in our growth and things but if you look at you know with the polymer frame uh with it taking flight you know in the in the 80s and 90s and stuff that was when walter didn't have a, a big time sales and marketing team here so
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, we fell a little behind there so we've been pushing it a lot now but um now that we have u.s facilities uh it's been been going very well but you kind of look at Throughout time, through uh, even just the, the 80s, 90s, and, and early 2000s, of some of the guns that we pushed out and really changed the industry. And the really simple guns that people kind of take advantage for, like the P-22. Uh, Walter, you were saying yeah. you have one of those? I have one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that was the first uh, polymer frame, like, tactical-style semi-auto 22 to come out. And at a relative price point at
0: the time, semi-auto 22s were pretty expensive, this gun mm. out I mean we saw something. Huh. Right is that is that it right there? Oh yeah. boom. There you go, Walter. And and the very
1: best part, is ready. Yes
0: suppressor. Yeah. <laughs>
2: suppressor ready. Yep. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, so I mean that that gun. I mean it's been imitated by a lot now. There's so it's a big market of those polar frame twenty two. So
0: So this was out before I'm guessing before Smith and Wesson did an M and P twenty two and a whole bunch of people got into that game that so and okay.
2: they'll do a lot of rimfire um so back in the 1994 or so uh, we were acquired by a group called the pw group and they own umarex usa umarex air rifles okay air guns and so they're the largest air gun manufacturer in the world they're uh they basically make everybody's air guns uh Ruger, hmm. all hk all those guys um, and they do a lot of, a lot of work with, uh, rimfire stuff too. So they've, uh, they've done a lot of, a lot of cool stuff in the industry also. So when they acquired us, that's when you saw the push in the modern era stuff with Walther. And that's when you saw the creation of the P99 and the PPS and the PPQ and all that series. So it's been, a- okay.
0: So when exactly did they decide to get an, a uh, um, an American branch?
2: So 2012 is when we got our, uh, American branch. And uh, so Umarex already had facilities in Fort Smith and very large facilities. So we actually added on we share a building with Umarex in Fort Smith. Um, okay. so, yeah. So shipping, receiving, uh, accounting, stuff like that is shared between the two companies. Uh, but mm-hmm. sales and marketing departments are, are completely separate. Um, but it was, a, it was a great addition. We've, you know, it was good land. It's a great area. I'm, I'm from the country and it's Fort Smith is a pretty small town, very very pro-2A, very conservative. You know, it's a, okay. it's a great place to be. A lot of mm-hmm. good could just you know, easy to go shoot. Um, but, yeah, so 2012, that built up. And at the time, for the first year, I think there was only uh, two employees that ran all sales and marketing for Walter. So we didn't get a full in-house marketing team um, until about 2015 or so.
0: Okay. Um, so, so do you think that, because if you guys started doing this in 2012, when did the fire Armageddon happen, Walter, like 2013? Which did what now? The fire Armageddon, you know, where, oh, yeah, yeah. where <laughs> everyone was afraid of losing their guns. What was that, Walter, like 2013-ish? Yeah, yeah.
1: 2012, 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're talking
0: about after Sandy Hook? Uh, Yeah, yeah.
1: pretty much, uh, right? I, I never called it Armageddon. I called it Cash... Like <laughs> cash flow increased. Yeah. yeah, the golden <laughs> era for you. Yes, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a uh, it was
2: a crazy time. I remember just not having any guns on the shelf. Being at Walter, walking back there, and we would get shipments of guns in from Gone. Germany, and they would get to the dock and turn around and get shipped right back out. Yep.
0: Was, um, crazy time, you know. Yeah, um, that must have been really interesting. And now, um, how does it really look? Because you know, from what we see numbers wise, they say that. There's obviously a decline in sales, but sales are still in that all time high range. Mm -hmm. You know, are you guys seeing lots of guns sitting on the shelves now? Is that what's going on with the shoot it, love it, buy it program? Uh, What's up now? Yeah, the market is tough. I mean,
2: it it has been for the last couple of years. Um, It's not so much. I mean, everybody ramped up so much for production. Oh, yeah.
1: Hmm. (laughs) Um, They ramped up for Hillary
2: yeah you know and luckily like we're not like i said we're not that big of a company so we're not <laughs> struggling with that those kind of problems right now but you're seeing that out in the marketplace and that's why i was talking earlier like, you're seeing a lot of companies kind of drop the bottom out of their guns getting some sales going a lot of dealers are, are struggling a little bit so um and that was my job for a while was just going around and helping and showing guys like basically how to sell again i mean for eight years i basically just People walked in grabbed what they wanted and left. You know, they didn't really have to sell
1: a gun anymore. Right, right. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, like, like I said, a lot of people in the gun business were not in the gun business, but when it was yeah. normal. Yeah, exactly. And, they uh, got in the business to become a millionaire. And then when yeah. that didn't happen, they're like, well, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Like I said, yeah. that's, it, it really, for a brand like us, it, it gives us time to catch up you know and, and prove ourselves and, and show the industry what what we can do because at a time where it's just like you can't make enough like everyone's and doing that you really can't gain any ground on the competitors so uh, now's the time when you're seeing like Walter start hammering out all the innovations and with our products and our programs and, and trying to get back to us being the performance leader within the industry.
0: Okay, cool. So and then are these guns still being designed in Germany or is there someone over here designing it? How do you guys approach that whole thing?
2: Yeah, so we have R&D and engineering here in the uh, United States. So we actually just started uh, producing the PPK PPKS here in the States. Um, So they're actually being manufactured here in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Okay. We have plans to, to build that up and grow this, this facility here in Fort Smith more and more. But right now, the majority of everything you see outside PBK PBKS is made in Germany. So we have two plants over there, one in Old Germany, which is southern Bavaria. And then we have one in Arnsberg, which is kind of northern Germany.
1: Okay. Um, Old, okay. Go, uh, yeah. ahead, Go ahead, Walt. Go ahead. I thought of something. Yeah. TP22. Any chance? Uh, the TPH... Uh, tph yeah tph yeah. Uh, we've been pushing to that um, i used to have one yeah. yeah they're freaking awesome
2: and now with our facilities in the u.s that's what we're really excited about is what we can start exploring to do and what we can do so uh,
0: yeah so what is the tph break it down for those of us who don't uh who don't know very very similar to kind of a, a
2: smaller pvk steel frame uh 22 uh, very popular just very elegant gun when you looked at it it kind of resemble those walter lines of the ppk pp series and things like that it's a it's a beautiful gun very it's high
0: a, it's a it's a pocket gun too you can put it yep. in your pocket too yeah. yeah yeah okay all right so you guys right now in the lineup how many 22s do you have uh let's see we have a, a lot of different variants of the p22
2: so four inch five inch color choices you know threaded barrel all that stuff mm-hmm. um, we have the ppks 22 um which is kind of a, a replica of the the 380 version um in 22 and then we have the PPQ 22 also
0: um which fits into our our PPQ lineup. Okay, cool. I've got a 22 here mm-hmm. that uh, I yeah. got I got it's a Walther 22 but I got it from Walter. oh So, I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to pop that open. Yeah, let's I'm, see this thing. <laughs> I'm going to pop this open so you can see it. It's kind of like a pocket pistol type of deal. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit like that, Walter, right? So here we go. Boom! <laughs> oh, nice.
3: I've not seen one of those in a while. It was such a cool gun, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: so I actually got this from Walter. This is the bullpup. What is it called? It's the...
3: Uh,
0: G22, I think. The G22. The yeah, G22, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Very interesting. It even has, like, a, I'm guessing... Okay, so this is the magazine back here. Right, the magazine is back here, this part of it. And then it has like an extra magazine that you could put also in, the stock, in the yeah. stock, yeah, so. Pretty cool gun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very interesting. I mean, all it's, it's not threaded, but I think Oh, no, no. Yeah. I so. know, that's,
1: that's, that was my plan originally for it. I was gonna thread it and put a can on it. And then when I first got it, I couldn't get anything to shoot out of it right. The oh, ammo no. would, it wasn't, it, it was ammo particular. Oh, I thought really? So Mm -hmm. I just, it just sat for the longest time. And then when I met Hank, he's like a bullpup nut. Yes. Gotta have the bullpups. I said, you know what? Here, here you go. You can play with it. So he brings it out. We go to shoot it. Can't make it not work.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's no. like the opposite of what usually happens with me. Walter. Yeah, <laughs> the force the force was with you, Hank Strange. That's <laughs> I did the opposite mojo. So um do you guys have a bunch of these out there or <laughs> no. we do not. I have not in the years I've been at
2: Walter. That's mm-hmm. probably about the second uh-huh. one I've actually seen. Oh really? Cool. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah.
1: And that Can was that guys- was
0: probably that was probably bought early two mm-hmm. so. Okay. Yeah. So you guys are never planning on doing this ever again? Probably not. No. <laughs> not right now, but. yeah, it's cool. I mean, I love bullpup stuff. Yeah, uh, and I'm assuming you guys don't do a lot of rifles, right? Not right now I mean, we used to, you know, yeah. back
2: back in the day, um, like the WA2000 bullpup, three mm-hmm. out of four mags, and, and okay. Some of the different kind of assault rifles through uh, World War II and stuff, but now we oh,
0: So, there were other bull pups that you guys did other than yeah. this 22? Yeah, really?
2: yeah. Look back in the day, oh. uh, the W8000, oh. it was a very
0: expensive 300 windbag bolt gun uh, bull, bull. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Have you ever seen that, Walter?
1: I think I have a, a, a recollection of it slightly, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay.
0: museums oh, okay. are about $70,000 if you find one nowadays. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is it, what is this valued at? Like, uh can I get 70?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: seventy seventy thousand? I'm just okay. I'll take half of seventy thousand. Yeah,
3: yeah, there we go. There we go. I'll
0: take thirty five. I'll take thirty five grand if anyone wants All right. to. You hear that, everybody? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gonna be awesome. <laughs> It's gonna get there. It's gonna get there one of these days. Yeah. You know that's really cool. So that's that's my Walter experience so far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thanks to Walter. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's, that's yeah.
0: Are you missing it now, Walter? Um, like, oh. Surprisingly enough, not. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fine. I'm going to do a video on that. For everyone. I have. A, I have a couple other guns. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Do Just you have any other pups that you don't that, want?
1: No, not that I don't want. You're not getting the. <laughs> you're not getting the micro. You're not getting the microtech.
0: <laughs> oh. Okay. The Steyr. Yeah. Copy. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, or the arm gun, for example. Oh yeah, that, I, I, yeah, I
1: don't even think that's I don't I don't even think of that as a bullpup, but yeah, I guess that is a bullpup. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, that's yeah. cool. You guys should definitely do more bullpups, Cody.
2: Yeah, we, okay. so we, we want to get out there. We're always trying to be innovative. We don't want to copy and just come out with another gun. for The sake of coming out with a gun, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. What we do, yeah. it'll be cool. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So we're gonna go ahead. Go so ahead, what Mark. is uh what is uh. Entry level in the Walther line than a the nine millimeter. What would you call entry level? Oh, man, um, you know, outside twenty
2: two, like a nine millimeter. Uh, I we don't really do a whole lot of like entry. I would say m two, just the standard four inch.
1: So just a basic, yeah, basic.
2: Yeah, for 15 round mag capacity. I mean, it's literally what I, I carry every day. Um, great for conceal, great for at the range. I've literally shot, you know, IPA competitions with it. Um, great gun, and you can find those for pretty good deals. I've seen them, you know, up on some websites and things like that for $500, you know, 550 So, um, okay, great gun, and all of our guns come with a lifetime warranty, so it makes it. Oh, really? Yeah,
0: including, including yeah. the 22
2: you know, anything made past 1994.
0: So, that would be that, that would be included. Yeah. What happened to the pre 1994s? <laughs> too bad we still
2: so take sad. Care of them. <laughs> yeah we still take care of them it's just fine. Get the parts and things like that so oh okay
1: so, you know. yeah i found out about not with walter but with taurus one time i i uh they had a lifetime warranty too right so i, I pick up I, yeah you're laughing i get this i get this taurus revolver and i'm like this thing <laughs> don't work right so I, I get a hold of them they go nope too old too bad <laughs> so sad <laughs> yeah
2: I'm like oh great <laughs> so pretty cool thing we actually have a 48 hour turnaround on most of our repairs that come in 99 oh, stuff that comes in we're tracking uh, right now Is a 48 hour
0: turnaround cool yeah, that's get important get it yeah.
2: in and get about back to you um,
0: yeah. yeah let me um, let me hit a couple of questions here Tyvon Show wants to know does Walther have a 22 wind mag pistol 22 Win? no we do not so hmm. right now just the uh, long rifle OK, just long rifle. OK, so there you
1: go. Um, OK, there's a question about how um, Dan. Dan hates you. Is that how you say that? Dan hates you. Probably. Yeah. Oh, that's what that is. OK. What about the Walter Creed? You answered that question for me a little while ago. Yeah. Yeah. So we got out the Walther
2: Creed. We ended up discontinuing it last year. Um, still covered under the warranty if you find them out there. But what's the Creed? It was a, a budget-friendly gun, so it was MSRP, or I don't know, like three ninety-nine or something like that.
1: I've seen them for, um, yeah, for um, like CDNN for two forty-nine. Yeah, yeah, you can get them for pretty cheap. So, yeah. uh, okay. for great gun. I mean, it was—I I will tell it like innovation-wise, um, we figured
2: out like better ways because most of uh, most of the cost of the gun is in the machining of the slide, and we found a way to be able to machine the slide out very easily, and you use a fire control module on the inside of that slide. And uh, it was kind of developed in the PPX era, which was the predecessor to the Creed, and uh, significantly drives the cost of the gun down, but you still maintain like reliability and a great trigger and, and all of this. And it was a pre-cocked double action, um, similar like the, the AK triggers and things like that. It was a great gun for a great price, but we just found out like people buying Walfers at you know, we would they would pick up the Creed and they would pick up the PBQ and then they would end up just paying the extra money to get the PBQ series. Um, so we we ended up discontinuing it and just pushing the PBQ.
1: Okay, uh, by the way, folks, if you're looking for one, CDNN still has them. Oh, nice. Okay, so I might I might get me one. I, I, yeah. we, we've had a couple of them transferred through the shop for different yeah. customers. Actually, a friend of mine bought one and huh. um, I've looked at it and handled it. It looks it's nothing yeah. wrong with it. It's, it's
2: yeah. you know what we. I mean, we're known for our grip and trigger, and that's what we wanted to do was, was give people a, a bunch of gun. that was way better than anything else at its price range because you had the PBQ ergonomics, a great trigger, you had front and rear side serration, steel sides, a lifetime warranty, you had the Walter accuracy, two magazines, you know, you had
0: a, Yeah, a lot. Um, yeah, I but, would put one in the library just because it's discontinued. Yeah, and then it has a lifetime warranty on it. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna get taken care of. So that's the
2: that's
1: yeah. the nice part. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to do it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so let me ask this. Uh, Tyvon Show also asked this question uh, earlier, and I didn't get to it. He wants to know if you guys have a price discount. Um, is there any deals out there for police or military? Yes, we do. So uh, visit
2: uh, WalterArms.com. Uh, if you email in and just ask for that pricing, we'll, we'll get it out to you. So we do have an individual officer uh, program, IOP pricing. Um for the law enforcement, military guys. So.
0: Okay, cool. Um, Yannick Sto- Stoner wants to know if I've heard any news on the Keltec M43 rifle. He hasn't seen anything on it lately. Um, that's the that's the wood one, Walter. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What I, go ahead, Walt. Don't hold your breath. Yeah, what I, I know that gun is very expensive compared to the RDB for Keltec to make because of all the wood and everything on there. So. <laughs> Um, I don't know if we're ever going to see those, so... I think right. The only ones I've ever seen are the uh, the prototype ones that Caltech has. They had at the shot show last year, not yeah. this year. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they put that out there anymore. I think because <laughs> they very don't difficult. want to be bugged about it. That's why. Yeah, because it's, it's it's gonna it's probably gonna be really expensive to do the wood and stuff like that. So maybe okay. someone will do a kit, and then you can you you, know, you can buy an RDB, get an aftermarket kit or something. I agree with. I know why everyone wants to see those because I think they they're just really really cool. But
1: yeah, you know. There's so much plastic out in the world.
0: It's nice to see yeah. some uh, some steel, yeah, and yeah. wood, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Here's another. Doctor F wants to know: Is Walther USA now separated from Smith and Wesson? Were you guys ever married to Smith and Wesson?
2: Uh, so they did the importing for Walther after Interarms went out of business. Oh, okay. So they handled sales and marketing and the importing for Walther for a while. Um, in 2012 is when that uh, relationship stopped uh, because we had it. We built our own facilities and hired our own crew uh, here in the United States.
0: Yep, that stopped. Okay, um, here's another one from Tyvon Show. He okay that just went by real that just jumped on me. Let me see <laughs> if I can find it. Uh, by the way, Gun Doctor TV gave us a couple of bucks. He says Wolfer manufactures the S and W M and P 22. I believe is that true? We did for a little while. I'm not
2: too sure on the we we like I said we. Boomerex, um, they have that facility up in Armsburg. They make a lot of different uh, guns for people up there.
0: Yeah. Okay, um, let me see. I'm going to go to some. Um, where's that? Okay, here we go. Let me find this uh, question from. Okay, that was the 22 mag thing again. Okay, will you offer a non-coated handgun so I could polish it or gold plate it? <laughs> this is this is Tyven. going to come up. Tymon sits and thinks up of the most ridiculous questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably not any
2: uncoated. Uh, yeah, carbon steel, very hard steel. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. But you can be blasted off if you want to be blast that for finishing off. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. We actually did some chrome and gold plating uh, Q5 match steel frames for shot show that were really cool.
1: Uh, okay. All I know is I was by the sh- I was by the Walther booth at shot, right. and I couldn't really get near that. The steel frame gun because there were so many people looking at it it was so, kind
0: of crazy yeah wow. so yeah we uh i didn't get back by to try to sneak in but yeah yeah why is it so tell tell me uh both of you this is to both of you guys out there uh, i'll start with walter here why do you think the steel frame is so popular well because a lot of people have never touched one <laughs> a steel oh,
1: frame well i'm, I'm just uh, you yeah, know it's different it's a target gun there's been a lot of good talk about it so
0: Oh, Okay, you know, so that's, that's like the that's the
1: buzz, the buzz, you know.
0: Yeah, that's like the holy grail for competition pistols. You're saying? Well, uh, st- I mean, if you think about it, steel's going to be more sturdy than the
1: polymer is, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and and uh, I would think
0: that would be better. Yeah. So, uh, so tell us why, Cody. Um, is, do you agree with what Walter was saying here? Or? Yeah, to the extent. And when, when we came out with the gun, like I said, we took our PBQ series and
2: we wanted to add more performance to it, whether it be for competition or for duty or whatever the like heck you were using it for. Uh, steel frame guns in the United States, as us you know, uh, Americans have a soft spot, steel frame gun in 1911, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, uh, you saw yeah, true. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people just like, forgotten that,
1: Steel frame guns? I've got a soft spot for one too. Yeah. 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 What is this, Walter? Hold on. It's what is a this? Walter P, this is a 1944 Walter P 38. 19. Okay. 1940. This is steel frame. And the other one I have here is actually aluminum frame, but metal nevertheless. Yeah. So.
0: Okay. Why is the other one still in the holster? Oh, because, um,
1: boom, out of the holster. Yeah.
0: So there you go. Because uh, you awesome. don't want us to lay eyes on it. Okay. This has a different grip.
1: Well, it's, it's plastic or whatever material that is. Uh, the other one had like a bakelite style grip. Oh, I see. Okay. Which, yeah, yeah, kind of a reddish color and this one's got yeah. a black plastic. Classic yeah, it's a, World War 2. Yeah, the, 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 this one here, yeah, the this is This one here was probably a Russian capture and it because it was all refinished and it's all nice and shiny. Mm-hmm. Um, this one here is uh, a post-war gun. I think it says 1259 on the slide for the date. Um, but the police use these over there in Germany. That's what they use, and they were military too. Oh, um, but a lot of a lot of them were police guns too. So oh, okay. Yeah. So are those um, collectible Walter? Uh yes, yes, and yes, yes, they are. Oh, okay. Um, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah The P thirty eight really changed uh, order too for the Germans when you look at.
1: And first. it has it has all the modern features and mm-hmm. then some. You know, it's double action, single action, got a decocker, um, really easy to break down, um. It's a modern It's a modern firearm. It's yeah. not like some of the, like a Luger, which is kind of... Yeah. So the Luger,
2: uh, the big thing with the Luger was, was all the parts were basically hand fit and you couldn't yeah. change them. And so when the German military, they were looking for a new gun, they wanted the same similarities of the Luger. That's why you see that gun look very similar to the Luger because they wanted it to be able to transition into their soldiers and not have a whole lot of training. So you see the takedown lever in the same spot, uh, but they want to be able to produce these at a lot cheaper cost, Um, parts interchangeable, um, then plus they wanted all the features of what Walter offered with the double action, single action, which we were the the only company doing stuff like that at the time. Um,
1: But being being German, it was simplified, but Mm -hmm. it still wasn't cheap simplified.
2: germans they know how to
1: they, they can't they can't do that They <laughs> cannot do that <laughs> it's not Simplify
0: and improve yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah even their even their last ditch guns were not that last ditch yeah
0: so,
1: um, <laughs> so, really they had stamping on the last ditch guns that the Americans didn't know how to do until after the war mm-hmm. so um yeah yeah it was a it was a really cool gun so it was it was really cool to see us get back to
2: really what our roots were Um, and and where we got started, um, with, with the new steel frame, uh, PBQ series. So, um, but yeah, it's been big. Everybody, it just seemed like the market had been wanting that. And and so when we released it, everyone had this like aha moment and, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it was like, finally, because we, we wanted it to be able to be compatible. So it uses the same magazines, a lot of the same parts and things like that with the polymer frame series. Um, so it's still a platform with the PBQ series. Okay. Um, Is that out now? Yes it is So we started And we, we've tried to do better About this Over the last couple of years as Whenever we release a product So we launched it On January 1 We were shipping guns On January 1 also Okay um, So guns have been Getting out there And getting in the hands Now they've been selling Crazy fast um, Dealers didn't know They were <laughs> really skeptical of it Because it was a $1,500 MSRP gun hmm Walter And they were like Man I don't know It's expensive Yeah that's always
0: Where people go I'm not I'm never gonna spend That much money Yeah
2: well, we find out that people are spending that money. We watched one on GunBroker go for twenty seven hundred dollars. Wow! Wow! Holy moly! For MSRP for them. So it's a. It, I mean, they're they're hard to get right now. They're new. They're they're hot. So you, you'll see that come down. Do you have
0: one there? I do have one. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't don't be uh, selfish. You know, don't be shy. <laughs> so, yeah, hold it up in front of the camera so the rest of us can take a gander. So let's
2: see, bright yeah. follower yeah um, so this is the
0: steel frame so notice we had 20 and so this is minutes. this is made in germany I, th- I think right yep made in germany let see yes i saw the de there. somewhere on there yep, you can see uh, okay. over, you oh know. at home
2: yeah okay. you'll see our proof marks uh-huh. on the side yeah. of the gun there um and then the, the, the proof mark so that's the little antler with the cross on the back is the own proof house and so okay. you'll see it's not specific to Walther. You'll see HKs and high-end German rifles, things like that, that all have that.
0: So, okay. Um, yeah. So let's get some. So what is the awesomeness about this? What are the trademarks of Walther that are included on this gun? So the big thing, and i always tell you, the ergonomics, um,
2: we're really known for ergonomics. And you go back to the P99 era when we were the uh, first company to, to make interchangeable backstraps on a polymer frame gun. We wanted to be able, and it kind of comes from our Olympic shooting background, is the ergonomics have to be perfect, and grip is really key when you start uh, pushing the boundaries of your shooting compass. So when you start trying to add speed and accuracy.
0: And this, so you're saying that. you guys did the, the interchangeable backstraps before Glock, huh? Way before that. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, uh, we, we, we try to stay ahead of the curve there, but...
2: Mm-hmm, uh,
0: mm-hmm. but this, yeah, this so... Yeah, let's get a look at it. Go ahead. Hold it up.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we incorporated those same ergonomics into this, and we did a wraparound interchangeable uh, grip panel on this gun. that has really good texture on it, um, so really great ergonomics. But the really cool thing about this series is you notice the slide release and the magazine release, I don't have to break my grip to reach. Mm-hmm. And so Whenever we start pushing those boundaries of speed for uh, reloads in between targets and operating and running the gun we want to make it as efficient as possible to cut time down and and think of things like that so most of the time you have to turn this gun in your hand to access the magazine release yeah so we can maintain that tight grip that way when we reload get back on target there's no movement of the gun in your grip so you can get back out there and get this gun uh, firing at your at your target pretty quickly Um, so ergonomics are key and you know as we did this really kind of pronounced beaver tail off the back of it, which our polymer frame series, if you look at it here, does not have. Um, what this allowed us to do is it, it comes out of the holster really fast, um, also allows us to get a super high grip on this gun, and when that gun recoils, it gives us a, a really, good, really good recoil impulse. So. Mm-hmm. Um, ergonomics, great, but the trigger is what we're known for. And the cool thing, though, you buy this, 1500 hundred dollar gun or you buy this 500 standard m2 bbq you get the basically the same trigger this one's blue it's grossed up a little bit but at its heart it's the quick defense trigger um and what it is is a two-stage trigger so you'll have this first bit of play as you pull back there and then a nice wall so once you hit that wall you never really have to leave it uh, you have a super crisp break and then the reset it's only a tenth of an inch mm. so, very, very okay.
0: Simple, you so that's what. You, so so the folks that are out there buying the Walther's is that why they're doing it? The trigger. They don't really have to do a trigger upgrade.
2: Yeah, and that's why everybody
0: grabs it because okay.
2: a lot of the other trigger upgrades for other striker-fired guns. And when you look at when the Q series came out in 2012, striker-fired guns were known to have terrible triggers. So mm-hmm. um, we were able to kind of innovate that and push the boundaries of what a striker-fired trigger can be um, with the quick-defense trigger. But other okay. That, 43-ounce gun, very, very, you know, the weight's going to absorb a lot of recoil, so split times when you're firing in between shots is going to decrease because you're less muzzle flip, basically. Um, And that's why you're going to see most competitive shooters running steel frame guns. But we've got a lot of buzz from a lot of different uh, kind of pro, uh, like tactical law enforcement, military guys that are really wanting to get their hands on this Mm -hmm. just because they know performance matters. You know, and if you're you can stand carrying a little extra weight, you know, you're going to get that added performance out of a steel frame.
0: OK, cool. So if, if you're a competitive shooter and you buy something like that, what do you have to do? <laughs>
2: that's the nice thing about it. Basically nothing. OK, that's the cool thing about the Q5 because it comes with good sights. Most people got the sights, uh, replace them. Uh, this comes with fully adjustable LPA branded actual LPA, not, you know, some manufacturers knockoff version of them. For actually LPA branded front and rear sights, front the red fiber optic on the front, blacked out rear. Um, great sights. I mean, those sights are probably 175 bucks if you bought them brand new, just for your normal gun.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: already has a great trigger. Already has an oversized magazine release button, extended slide release. It's ambidextrous for left or right-handed shooters. Uh, it's got the beaver tail, pretty pretty aggressive grip. Some people might make it a little bit more aggressive. Um, that's always pretty sub- subjective to, to each shooter. Um, I like mine very, very aggressive. So. Um, mm-hmm. But it really comes out of the box. You know, you just buy your holster and uh, it, it comes with three mags. So you might need one or two extra mags if you're shooting production division or something like that. But okay. can, you,
0: can you mount a red dot on that or? Yeah,
2: yeah, so it's actually optics ready. So you can actually remove this little plate, little screw, okay. up, mm-hmm. pull that off. And then we have different it comes with three different plates to mount whatever knot you want. Okay. Hold.
0: Yeah. Because um, that's... Isn't that what usually... Like, I know you're saying the price point's 1500 but but um, I think other guns out there, when folks buy them to do competition, they wind up doing all... You know, so yeah. whatever that gun costs... Um, I don't know. I can't remember the last time. Uh, what's, yeah. a, what's a Glock 34 go for? I don't know. Seven. Yeah. Something like that. And then you add on all these upgrades. Yeah.
2: But people like to... You know, they, those guys would like to sneak those gun parts through there so it's not a big lump sum so you don't get in trouble at the house, right? (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah.
2: The the pretty cool thing, though, is if, you you know, if you can't um, give up the $1,500 for uh, that gun, you can get the polymer frame version of it, which is the same slide, same trigger, sights, everything other than just the, the weight of the frame. You can get this gun for around $800. Oh,
0: okay. So if you go polymer, You can Mm -hmm. save about um, Mm -hmm. six, seven hundred bucks? Yep, Okay, all right, that's good to know. I think we're gonna only
2: make about, a machine makes seven frames a day. So it's a very labor-intensive gun because we actually machine it from a solid block or billet, uh, Mm -hmm. which most guns are cast, so it eliminates a lot of that out, but what it does, it, it takes away versatility in what you're able to do. So this is just the beginning for the Steel Frame series. We plan on expanding that into duty ready ones and an entire line of itself. So you know, yeah. you know, from a solid build Like if we want to take the beaver tail off in the next years, we can take that off for a tactical series. So you can get your safari line hood over the top of it. Uh, so it gives us a lot of versatility without having to invest in it.
0: Okay, let me hit a couple more questions here. Um, Len Holt, this is a comment. Len Holt says, "Bring it back in a nine millimeter match oh. the magazines with the pistol line." He's saying a Walther PCC. Oh, PCC. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So been, <laughs> we've been pushing for that.
2: We we want that. But like I, like I said, was we don't we don't like to just come out with things that copy other people. We, when we come out with things, we want to be an innovator. So if we do come out PCC. I can guarantee you it'll be different.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, Eric Hammond says he just applied at Walther. Uh, oh, really? So right. I'll keep a lookout for the resume. Yeah. <laughs> um. Express, express that resume through. All right. Um, Gibson Fender says PPX. Uh-huh. Um, Armament and Access says you need to do a bullpup and call it the Hank. I'm cool with that. All right. That's cool. Uh- <laughs> 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 uh- <laughs> I'm still voting for the
1: TPH.
0: Sorry. <laughs>
1: All right. T- TPH and stainless steel like I used to have in a threaded barrel.
0: Boom. There we yeah. go. Um, Kathleen Music Lover says she has the uh, 2016 PPQ M2. Nice. Um, okay let's see uh and um okay Gibson Fender is saying something about the turnaround uh I'm just trying to go through the questions here so uh, I can get uh, people about, about Hudson Yeah the Hudson turnaround 48,
1: 48 48 days or something <laughs> or 48 month turnaround to Hudson
0: yeah. yeah listen uh Hudson's a completely different company man I, I, Yeah, we're yeah. Just- yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know some people are gonna get at them right now, whatever, but you know yeah, it's, to be creative, so. it's tough to make it Walter. It's yeah. tough to make it in the gun business ten years, much less a hundred
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> right oh well, yeah I mean, you know yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: I think you've already done like ten you've done more than ten years right well, we started making well, let us say here the uppers we started making in two thousand and three, so Okay. Yeah. So you've done more than 10, right? They have done at oh, least yeah. uh, 14 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Believe it or
1: not, it started Sten Parts in 99. This oh. is 20
0: years this, this year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I have another company. I sell Sten barrels and replacement parts for different machine guns and
0: stuff like that. So it's um, the 20th anniversary. Yeah, we're gonna have to celebrate. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think we have to build a special Hank Strange stun gun. Stun gun that can be done. That's not hard to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think we need to do that. One
1: that you can grab the magazine and it's still
0: work. <laughs> uh, yeah, something, yeah. something you can hold on to. Maybe something with sights, Walter. Oh, so you don't need no sights on the. <laughs> oh Just yes, we do. Port,
2: port shoot, You'll be all
3: right.
1: <laughs> what I when I what are you talking about is when I like reassemble a parts kit um, and make a post sample. A lot of times I don't bother putting the front sight on because it's kind of a pain in the butt. Um, so I just leave it off and you know, after our first couple of rounds, you know where you're hitting. Anything, yeah, you know, yeah, true.
0: I'm not shooting matches at it or anything. Just use tracers, I guess, right? Yeah. Get me some, get us some. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's see. Uh Christian Grass says he shot a creed and it was pretty decent. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, That's um and len holt says his pps is nice carry and it's attack driver a lot of them are going in the used market in the low threes
2: yeah you can get a, and that pretty cool thing if you actually like steel frame guns that pps m2 series it's actually got a full steel internal chassis it's just basically wrapped in polymer but you have full length steel locking rails on the inside of that thing so you get all the benefits of uh, kind of a steel frame gun based out of that
0: okay cool and uh dan hates you says something about gun prime 260 the last time i don't know if he's talking about uh anything from walter or not creed. but uh-huh
1: Might be talking about the creed maybe
0: yeah but uh gun prime does have a lot of walter stuff right i do yeah so that's how we found out about the whole shoot it love it buy it thing by the way
2: oh, heard it. yeah that's a uh for everybody if you don't like it just send the baggage money back
0: yeah, yeah, we're gonna we'll get into we'll get deep into that conversation here in a second. I'm trying to. um uh, Armin asks, it "says knock Taurus all you want. I've had great luck with them, including killing a deer at 75 yards open sites. No, I
1: mean, that, yeah, that we,
0: were we knocking Taurus? No, I
1: wasn't. Or? That was just you know this this Taurus that I bought was um Taurus before the current Taurus, so that's why you know, the, you know I got news for you. You buy an old Barrett 50 cal they don't work on them. Mm-hmm. If you buy a real old one, they don't work on them. Mm-hmm. Because those things were all put together by hand back in the old days. Mm-hmm. And they don't support them anymore.
2: I always tell people it's a kind of thing, the gun industry, and, and I do it too. I mean, I'm a gun guy, but mm-hmm. when we buy a gun, we expect that thing to last a lifetime. And the company to take care of you for a lifetime. Forever.
3: And
2: what other What other companies do you think or like industries that do that. Like if you bought a vehicle or a TV. Or right,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. You, got your, you bring your, 50, your 56 Chevy right. in the dealership. What are they going to yeah. do? You can't do anything nowadays. Yeah, yeah. $500 yeah. gun. You got
2: to <laughs> rest your life, you know. But it's a it's a cool thing to be able to do. Like, we're one of the few industries that say that we can we still have that quality there because you, know, you buy a yeah. $1,000 truck, it ain't going to last you the rest of your life. You're going to take care right. of it that long yeah.
0: <laughs> that's true that's true that's true yeah um let's see here uh shooting gallery any says the creed was never massachusetts uh, compliant i guess wish i had a chance to shoot it um and vanessa kitty wants to know if you've got retired military discounts <laughs> or is it active duty
2: i think we have a retired email in i believe we do um i'm, I'm like 98 percent sure of that though so
0: yeah Uh, By the way, shout out uh, to you from CloverTac. Hey, what's up, Clover? Yeah. Uh, Let's see who else. uh, Okay, someone was asking about... Hold on, let me see. Um... Dr. F1 says, I have a PPS 22 because I'm a double naughty spy. <laughs> I, don't <know> that, <laughs> I don't know what that means. And uh, M1 Garandson says, what is the difference between the PPK and PPK-S? Uh, question, is a lot. So PPK
2: is a, basically the short frame. PPK-S is the, the sporting frame. So the frame is just one round longer and you get one round extra capacity in it.
0: So. Okay. Um, let's see what else we've got here. Uh Okay, we run guns. Says shout out to we run guns. He was on the show here uh, a few days ago. He says Walt uh, a needs a 20 year gun industry anniversary. Is he talking about Walter or Walter? Me. me. Yeah, he's Walter. Talking about me. He's talking about Walter. Okay.
1: <laughs> but if yeah. Walter wants to pay for it, sure. Let's have it. Let's get it up. Get <laughs> <Yeah>. it up.
0: <laughs> Put those two things together. <laughs>
1: um. Um. I th- I just you know I was just, you know I was thinking about that because I started making stand stuff like in. Ninety nine, and just the other day it kind of dawned on me. Damn, that has been twenty years already. Yeah,
0: twenty years. Holy yeah. cow! Yeah, 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 yeah. My son's about to turn twenty years old. Man, that makes me feel my back is out. My kids are going, <laughs> going into the twenties. Oh my god! Yeah, just, you, you, go, you feel, you feel your sciatica? A wheelchair at this point? <laughs> you feel your sciatica? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. You yeah. so know, I'll get a little walker. You know, lots of gray hair coming in. Get yeah, a cane
1: yeah yeah yeah. i'm
0: gonna be old i'm definitely gonna be old and crotchety old and crotchety yeah 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 exactly (laughs) you think your dad is bad
1: Uh, my dad's not that bad my dad's actually he he's he's an 80 something year old guy with a a, i think a 15 year old mind so yeah um, trust me yeah Yeah, he's pretty pretty, (laughs) happy-go-lucky or just plain dumb
0: (laughs) 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 i call him crash keller because he has to do everything the hard way so He's from yeah. the old school, man. They didn't have uh, all the safety crap <laughs>
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. You know, back in those days. Okay, let's talk a little bit. I, I want to switch over to talking about um, Walther arms in movies and stuff like that. Obviously, you know, you had James Bond, the PPK, right? Yep, yep. Um, I think one of the most recent James Bonds had a PPQ or something like that. And... Uh, we haven't got the PPQ in there. The Pierce Brosnan era um, hmm. had a P99 in it.
2: Um, and, then, oh, okay. and Daniel Craig got back into it. The Casino Royale, he had a P99 in the beginning, and he ends up switching back into the original PBKN. Okay.
0: That not- stupid ass smart gun that he had was that from Walther? Because, um, uh, and if it was, are you people appropriately ashamed? <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: it's, it's James Bond, if you look at the Roger Moore era that get you know gadgets and things like that. Oh, it's our P V K S and uh, yeah. no, those. The movie people they like to dress
0: things up and, and make them. Kind of oh, blame it on the movie guys. Blame it on the movie guys. Yeah, prop yeah. Never, never let them do that silly. Uh, what was it? I think uh, it was a. It was a Walter. Someone here will tell us. Um, but I know that's not you guys doing it, right? That's the the prop houses adding this silly uh, uh, thumb, the uh, fingerprint reader, and all that. Yeah, yeah, the prop houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Total nonsense. You have a spy. Okay, he's supposed to be a gray man, goes in on scene. Let's forget the fact he's James Bond, going up there with a big uh, Aston Martin. <laughs> but then he has a gun that has his fingerprints in it that could be left somewhere so they can go, yeah, this is definitely you, because <laughs> your fingerprints are programmed in here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> save him in the movie, though, if you don't remember it. Huh? Remember, he drops the gun and the guy. Yeah. So it did yeah. save him. So you got
0: to hand it hand it to him on that one. So. Um, OK, gun. but he left the gun behind with his fingerprints in it on it. Yeah. that yeah. makes no sense. If that we if sense. spies really started using those things, <laughs> you could just see governments going. Yeah, we got the fingerprints right here. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So not a good, i spy would never, I know there's stuff like that out there. I'm a hundred thousand percent against anything like that. Don't believe in yeah. smart. I like my guns dumb. Yeah. I, this is the, this is the smart feature of the gun right here. Brain finger. But, um, yeah. So, so what's the, what other movies have you guys been in other than the James Bond stuff? A lot. We're one of the, you know, the PBK is one of the used guns and
2: movies and TV shows and things like that uh, recently we were in Deadpool 2 uh, okay Cable yeah. yeah, Cable, the villain actually used the polymer
0: frame uh, Q5 match oh okay see Walter that's why you had all those people crowding around there yeah I remember I think I remember that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, pretty cool yeah.
2: and you'll see us kind of just throughout we, we, we're we one of those companies that's funny like these prop house guys will come up and they're like man it's so hard to get gun manufacturers to like basically give us guns for movies. I'm like, I don't know why that's such a hard thing. It's a pretty good thing to be able to get into a movie.
0: You know, I'll g- I'll give them some of mine if they want to use the stuff. Right. That, yeah. a, so you know, how how did you guys get into the um, Deadpool? Was that not nothing to do with you or? Oh, no, like that. Just
2: we had no idea that it happened. And I ended up meeting the prop house guy a little later. who put it in. He was like, man. He's like, honestly, it just looked cool. So what prop house was that? Man, I can't remember the name of them. There's so many of
0: them. Oh, okay, because I know we had um, we had Larry Zanoff from um, Independent Studio Services. Yeah, Independent Studio Services come on. They're one of the biggest prop houses. Oh, okay. In LA, and Larry Zanoff is on the show Hollywood Weapons. Mm, okay. So yep. I know that's like one of the the uh, big places out there. The Hollywood studios go to. Yeah. When when they get this stuff. Okay. Yeah, and I know we were in the. First, John Wick. We had a P99 in there. Okay. Um, That's what I was going to ask you, John Wick. So you were in the first one. What about the second one? Uh, second one, we – I
2: think there was a PPK somewhere in there, but we weren't, like, predominantly used in, in that one. Um, got stuff coming, though. So John Wick, oh, good.
0: okay. All right. Yeah, for three and four. What you need to do is you guys need to make a gun that the Bulldog can can shoot.
3: Yeah, that would be yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah, because next time around they should, someone should write that. If anyone writes this into the story, I'm claiming copyrights right now. There you Copyright go. 2019 Hank Strange Media. Um, you know, because the, they killed his dog before, so the yeah. dog should also be able to defend himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need one that's like paw activated. Paw <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there we
2: go. Yeah. <sighs> the, the big ones, you know, always change. Bond. That's the big pop culture, you know, push for, for Walter is, is the James Bond 007.
0: Okay, so are you guys going to be in the new? Because I in the new James Bond, I heard what's his name signed up again, even though he's like fifty something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Daniel Craig's in the new. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So it's a weird deal because we don't. I mean, we don't pay or do anything with that stuff. It was they used the Walter PPK is because that's what was wrote into the book. Yeah, um, but we don't do. If you notice, yeah. we don't do any like advertising with the seven or any of that stuff. Um, right, um, we don't want to upset that relationship or anything, so
0: we we'll just let him yeah. do it. It's a great. How fun. old is Daniel Craig? Let me look it up. I know he's over fifty.
1: Yeah, he's fifty.
0: Yeah, he's and, f- and he's like, yeah, he was anti- born in 1968. So let me do the math on that. He's anti-gun gun too. 1958, carry the six. 60. No, can't be. No. Hold on. Did my
1: math wrong. <laughs> this ain't no. No, no, no. You got, you got, that ain't even, that ain't even new math. <laughs> okay. Uh, 1962 is 57. 51. So,
0: 51. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, 51. Oh my goodness, man. Like, no, wait a minute. Why couldn't he be 51? It's too freaking old for to be a so James who? Bond. Okay, I am 47, and my back is, you know. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, but you're. Can you, can you imagine what they're doing oh, to Daniel Craig bro, bro. to make him look like that? They are pumping him up with steroids. <laughs> oh, he's got, a, he's got a stunt double. That's how it is. <laughs> no, no, you can't do a stunt double when you come out of the water with shirtless and all that. That's,
1: That's called, you know, Hank Strange, if, if, if all you had to do all day was work out and get paid for it, figure it out. I mean, that, that's how those guys get in shape. That's how those actors are all buff, because they're paid to be buff.
2: I mean, that's that's the. How old is uh Tom Cruise? He's still doing all his. He's crazy fifty.
1: Now. He's the same age as I am. Yeah, he's doing he's, all his crazy.
0: So he's fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Tom yep. Cruise. Yeah, yeah.
1: But he has a stunt double too. But I mean, yeah. he does a lot of his own stuff too. Yeah, but, yeah he's
0: very active. He's very yeah. active. But
1: once again, that's what he's paid to do. So yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can, you, you, can see, you, can see you
1: either you either keep up or you you're out until a young buck will take over. So yeah, you know. Len
0: Holt says Photoshop, Photoshop. Yeah, but well, they use yeah. Photoshop. They know CG. they they can do a lot of good things in movies. I was looking. So you guys remember the movie Logan? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, um, with Wolverine, and there's a scene where you see Logan is driving his limo, and these guys are shooting at him, and all kinds of stuff going on he wasn't even the one driving that thing <laughs> yeah because it was a because they were doing these actual stunts around him and they didn't want him in the car in case he got hurt mm-hmm. so they had a stunt driver driving it and then they mapped his face <laughs> on the stunt driver
1: well
0: yeah, yeah. I need that technology for making videos, man. <laughs> so they can they can stunt some uh six pack belly on you? Is that what yeah? So whenever I make my videos, I'm just gonna be all buffed out. There you go. Spluck out. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I have a friend of mine that um that he actually he's like a um uh, like a fitness trainer and everything. I'm gonna have him come out to the range and see if you guys could tell the difference. There we go. All right, yeah. I'll just I'll slap a mohawk on him. Yeah. <laughs> and see if we could make that happen. Or I'm gonna try to buy that technology where I could just map. It's like face off, they can literally map your yeah. face on someone else. Page on here now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, how do you, so here's the thing about that, right? Think about this for a second. How the hell do you believe anything anymore? Well, oh, yeah. Think about that. If they could just take a face off of someone and map it on another person, and you can't tell the difference, it's, it's all over, we're living in the matrix. It's
2: crazy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know. So,
2: we're like, if it, did you watch a uh, Mad Max Fury Road?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie.
2: Yeah, great movie. And then they like built all those cars. Like I expected it because you're so used to like CGI
0: everything. Yeah, they
2: like, like, built all the cars and did all the stunts. And,
3: yeah. Oh yeah,
0: I love I love it when they do that. I, I'm trying to get Walter to uh, to be <laughs> part of a project where we make like a. Yeah. He doesn't <laughs> want to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> no uh dan hates you says isn't lola a fitness model how does hank not have a clue on how to look good at his age
3: <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> well, gee thank you very much <laughs> um if i really had that kind of money i would have a personal trainer
1: that's what yeah. i was trying to tell you man you, you get paid to you got you, either either you you do it or you don't have a job you know that's one yeah. of those things
0: in that world so yeah you know. That's my first. It's like a, there were some comedians that had a um, skit about that, where it's like if you have enough money, you have a personal you have a bunch of personal trainers. They'll just come and pick you up and move your muscles around. And, <laughs> oh, you oh, know, okay. they, yeah. They'll, you know, you don't really have to do anything. You'll just be buff. You know, they'll come put implants in you, whatever no. you need. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, so Richard Hughes says I could do squats in this. I'm standing. I'm st- like right now I'm standing. I'm freestanding. Even though my back is like uh
1: Sam, fuck, what are you doing? Yeah, my back is <laughs> pretty much broken.
0: Y and H says just do push-ups. That's like prison. Right uh, Yeah. Um Yeah. Yes. As soon as the the minute that I blow up and get some money here, I am getting like uh you know, trainers, <laughs> special chefs that give you food, you eat the food, boom, muscle muscles pop out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You've been watching too many movies.
1: <laughs>
0: Eventually we'll have a pill, right? Someone will... yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You yeah. can just take a pill, you know, boom, you get whatever you accept. If you take the wrong pill, like let's say you took your wife's pill instead of <laughs> instead of your pill you might get like brazilian butt by accident you know he might get brazilian boobs by accident come on <laughs> um shooting gallery uh and he says if tom cruise is 56 and he still looks 30 he must be taking a lot of hgh or, or some sort of scientology. scientology black magic yeah um, um lots of stuff like that going on you know or getting that young blood from people circulated through that's what is that it thing called you get like, young, they find this, it's like some vampire stuff. They find a 16 year old somewhere who donates his blood and then they circulate that blood through you. And it somehow. Yeah. You didn't, you never heard of this, Cody? Not,
1: no. yeah, yeah. They, they, they lure some 16 year old into
0: some place and they kill him and suck them. Wow. Anyways. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Moobut says Hank doing Kegel exercises right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. He's on a stair climber
1: right now. He's working the stair climber. Can't you see it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Richard Hughes wants to know if my dad knows Tom, because my my dad is a Scientologist. So, um, you know, I told you about that, Richard. We we accept everyone's religion around here. So I don't know whether or not he knows Tom Cruise. Probably. You have to be pretty high up the food chain in that organization. Yeah, I would say probably. My dad's pretty high up in New York. So um, I've definitely seen, uh, been to uh, Scientology Central over there in Clearwater. Oh, yeah. They built a 30 something story skyscraper. In, yeah. Or a building the tallest one in Clearwater. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Okay. All right. Let's see what else we, uh, no other movies you guys are coming out of that, that you know, because you said you don't, you don't really do anything to get into the movies, right? No, we just, people basically call and ask for some guns, but we don't ever find
2: out until basically the movie's out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. kind of unfortunate. And yeah. really, because as soon as people find out, you get tons of writers and people like that trying to, like, hound in and get the first to uh, do. Yeah. Gun.
0: What about rappers? Do any rappers <laughs> ever rap about uh, PPQs <laughs> or anything? <I> <laughs> they gotta... I, I does, can, can a Walter shoot sideways? Yeah. yeah. Shoot. Like, I'll be peeping you <laughs> with my PPQ. <laughs> Hey, there we go. No, so you've never, I mean, because there are some guns that rappers talk about, and then it goes, We can make this happen for you, Cody. Me and Walter have a rap group. All right. Draco,
1: Draco, Draco, Draco.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Called Two Old Dudes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but you've never you've never seen anything like that, right? I've uh, not. <laughs> okay. Like I said, we can make it happen. We can make uh, it happen. I expect that. So <laughs> I'll be calling. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, shooting gallery says I did not know that. I hope you did not take offense to the comment. No, I don't get offended by a lot of stuff. I didn't even know. Shoot, maybe shooting gallery said something about Scientologists or whatever. I'm not a Scientologist, so yeah, um, you know, doesn't bother me. And Richard Hughes says. Uh, salt and pepper there you go yep that's a good you know except there's already a rap group named salt and pepper yeah that sounds familiar yeah 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 <laughs> we should make some rap videos walter we can do uh, yeah i think you, do it, man. think you can do it man i think you can do we'll go viral for all <laughs> the wrong reasons <laughs> you'll get a you'll get a message from cody be like please Blur out our guns <laughs> in your video. <laughs> we don't want anyone to associate so, you with uh, us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you you pop out with the uh,
0: Walter uh, Bullpup there. You know, yeah. cutting,
1: cutting edge technology there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Red Bear says, "I have a feeling that's not in the marketing plan for a reason." <laughs> 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 yeah. Listen, that you know what I'm telling you. It's it's a weird thing, right? How like what makes people all of a sudden get all crazy about a specific gun and and, and go to the stores? Yeah, a lot of times it is movies or Sometimes. or yeah. yeah or or music videos or whatever it is.
2: I don't know. It's... Yeah, marketing department is after. It's like what's going to drive them to the store to buy,
1: right? Right, right. What's yeah. gonna What's gonna get the buzz going? <laughs> you know?
2: You know, it always faces that everybody's a marketer. Everybody has this influence in different ways. So I believe that way is going to be pushing. The
0: yeah. So let's talk about the' cause, So you said with the shoot it, buy it, love it. Mm. Right. And I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, we have a link in the description mm. of the video here. I think that's what Lola told me. Um, I think so. I can I can go get a link, but you you said that it's the uh, PPQ line, right? Yep. So okay. PPQ line, so yeah. So show us some stuff in the PPQ line, and give us like for folks out there who are watching this, mm-hmm. and they they're thinking, oh, maybe I want to take advantage of this shoot it buy it, shoot it love it buy it thing. You know, when you go through each gun, just say like why someone would want like who would want to buy this and why.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So. Kind of start off with uh, the basic series. Now mine's been a little dressed up. This is this is one of my personal uh, personal guns, but this is just the standard uh, four inch BBQ series. Um, this is this is the one to me that basically everybody should have. It's the most versatile gun um, in my opinion out there. I always tell people the more things a gun can do, usually the more expensive it is. But this is actually a, a really good bargain because it's going to be your kind of entry level PPQ series. So if you're looking. Okay. For a good gun, um, 15 round capacity, so it's
0: still very easily concealed. I carry those appendix every day. Okay, what's the um, what's the price on that? Um, so
2: MSRP on this thing, well, you'll see it's street price also around 500 to 550. Um, okay, so probably a little cheaper. So good deals. Check out your local gun stores, shop those, shop those guys and stuff like that.
1: So, so how does it work? to say, I say I want to get one of those. Uh-huh. You go to can it can it be go to an online an online gun Say, so like, like um, what is it? Blood's Gun Shop. Yeah. yeah. say you want one, is that something? Um, how does how does the whole all, they all, uh, buy it? How does the program work? Yeah. And do they have
0: to buy directly through Walther or could they buy through other retailers? What's going on there?
1: So,
2: the cool thing so, when we developed this, there's actually two parts to it. And uh, the, the part that I wanted was a, kind of a national, just really easy to use. And that's and a kind of a 30 day money back guarantee portion of it. And so wherever you buy the gun, as long as it's a new gun, um, buy it online, in-store, wherever. That qualifies for a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't like it, you just get on uh, and click on return a firearm, go through that little process. And uh, we actually provide the shipping label for you to ship it back to us. So we pay for shipping. And then once we get it here, we'll actually issue your refund for the amount that you paid plus tax. Uh, So really simple. The dealer does not have to do anything. You don't have to do anything before you purchase the gun. So just any guns purchased from February 15th to June 30th for PBQ series.
0: Okay. Actually. So with that, you would have 30 days. If you don't love it, you can get your money back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, the other portion of that, we have about 70 premier dealers, we're calling them. Um, and they have a system in place that we actually went into their stores and requires a little bit more work from the, the consumer side of it. But you can actually get on the shootitloveitbuy.com. You'll see request a voucher you can actually get a uh, voucher number and pick one of these 70 dealers if there's one close to you. You can take that voucher in there and give to them and take home PPQ with no money down. So you don't pay a dime. Um, and you get to take it home for 30 days. And if you like it, we just charge your card for the amount that the dealer was selling it for. If you don't like it, you send it back to us and we don't even charge a card.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Okay, that's cool. So that one, you have to go online, get the voucher, or uh, look at the 70 dealers across the U.S. Yep. Yep. Right? And get the voucher then go in and um and that includes any sales that those people might have going on, right? Yep. Okay. Very cool. Pretty cool. Very cool. So so how long is this program lasting for? It was till June 30th,
2: so uh to okay. of it, so right before summertime.
0: Okay. So and um you know, um and what kind of numbers are you guys seeing so far what kind of feedback are you getting a lot of
2: feedback well, we've already uh started hearing uh uh-huh. just rumors of, of it stirring the industry up a little bit because like i said no one's done anything like this for, for forever basically all sales are final on gun sales um it's just a it's a tough deal and, and figuring out the logistics was a nightmare I Felt like that's all I uh, ate,
0: drank, and slept for months. <laughs> <We really laughs> it. Yeah, you're um, going to be logisticating for that until <laughs> yeah. June, right? The end of June. Yeah, yeah. and
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, we, we were just so confident in that product, and that's what we're going to show people is, you know we're right. it, we are in that product. And honestly, the, the program's been going on for about a month now, and we've barely got any back, maybe like, maybe less than ten or something like that. So it's working and it's doing our job. So
0: Okay, and then the ones that are coming back to you guys, what are you doing? Are you rehabbing them? Are you destroying yeah. them? What's going on? Yeah, so those will be marked down like,
2: sort of on pre-owned, basically, and then sold back to the dealers for, like, pre-owned guns, basically.
0: Okay, all right. So you showed us one gun. What was that that you showed just now? So that was the standard PPQ 4-inch, and this one's actually been done up by... Um, WMD okay.
2: guns out of Florida. So oh
0: yeah, we yeah we're big yeah. fans of WMD guns. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Nickel boron finish on Yeah. Uh huh. Um, would,
1: would that be? Would uh, that be? Four point four and a half inch. That's or a four sure. inch. Four inch. Okay. Because yeah. I was looking at I'm looking at Bud's right now. Bud's Gun Shop and the four and a half inch PPQ uh, yeah, M2 nine millimeter 489. Yeah. Yeah. So you can get
2: them for great deals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: 489, you said and that's both, that's threat, yeah. That's threaded barrel, too. So, yeah, yeah, oh, okay.
2: the, either the navy or the tax. so it's a good deal, yeah. Uh, so, uh, that navy version with the threaded barrel is pretty cool because we actually have some different machining on the inside of that gun where that gun will fire underwater. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, cool. Nice. So we made it for the Hellenic Special Forces. Um, and they needed a gun that was able to fire underwater or be pulled out from underwater and fire a first shot because most of the time it fills your striker channel full of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your first striker shot won't work, so you got to empty the water out. Different machining, so it'll actually fire that round that's loaded in the chamber. Oh,
1: man, I might have to get into
0: one of them. Cool. Well, okay. <laughs> so you said that was the 4-inch, right? Uh, yeah, that first one I showed you was the 4-inch. So Yeah, cool. okay, because I see that on Gun Prime. I mean, I, you know, like wherever you guys want to go to, but I'm looking it up. That's on Gun Prime for four thirty nine.
1: Well, that's the four inch, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, the four inch, yeah, yeah. And then Walter, you saw the four and a half, or 4.6, uh,
1: four point six? That was a 6. Navy SD. Yep.
0: Yeah. Okay. That is was. that the threaded one? Or? Yes, that was threaded. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Yeah. So, all right, let's let's take a look at some other ones that you got there, Cody. So, uh, PvQ forty five. Oh, so have the Surefire X three
2: hundred on this one. Uh,
0: 45 okay
2: yeah. so this one was really cool so Walther did not make a 45 for like 130 years <laughs> <laughs> like a couple of years ago <laughs> so uh, we finally came out with it and they did great on it it actually won gun of the year two years in a row from guns and ammo <laughs> American rifleman and things like that so it was a big gun And yeah let's see that again yeah so the the reason why it did so well for one it had that great PPQ trigger that we're known for and you got all those great ergonomics and stuff but most double stack 45s on uh, polymer frame are so big that you can't get good ergonomics on them. And if you notice this one, I still don't have to reach, you know, I don't have to break my grip, to reach magazine release or the side release. Uh, the circumference of the grip is actually the same as our nine millimeter series.
0: So, mm-hmm.
2: uh, but you get 12 plus one capacity, in you know, a 45.
0: Yeah, is five. that due to the way you've got that curve there in the, in the grip? Yeah, yeah. Like that's letting your hand get in there, right?
2: Yeah, that's letting your hand kind of get up in
0: there. Um, mm-hmm. The, the circumference
2: of it down i have no idea what kind of black magic they used to get 12 rounds of 45 stumped in these things because when you pick it up it feels like a nine millimeter mm-hmm. um, pretty phenomenal so uh, okay cool plus yeah, that's, a good, uh, that's and, a good one and uh what's the typical price for that uh that one probably uh msrp 749 on it so okay uh,
0: yeah 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 if you guys i know walter you're looking at some some different prices like you could, you could probably look at bud's gun shop gun prime any gun other prime. places out there that Good you gun can prime. yeah that you see sales and all that um you know and get get yourself like an extra deal on top of that why not definitely and yeah but if you don't want like it, send it back to us so. yeah absolutely <laughs> and, okay
2: what else you got um so this is my personal carry gun here um so this is the U4TAC that I actually removed the suppressor, uh, the threaded barrel from it. Mm-hmm. Um, did a gray frame and it's optics ready. So I've got the uh, RMSC optic on this one. So it actually co- witnesses with your standard height front sight. Pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so what, who uh, makes that optic?
2: Uh, shield. Shield. Okay. Yeah. So they did a, a really good job, and I was a little skeptical about going away because I'm a loophole man through and through. Um, <laughs> But Mm -hmm. the way this this gun is, most of the time with a lot of your different red dots out there, you have to use really tall suppressor height sights on the gun. And what it does is it changes your, uh, basically your point of aim. So when I was training with other red dots, I was having to basically almost push out from the chest to be able to pick that dot up instantly. Um, With the shield, it sits so low with your standard height iron sights, you have no change in your presentation of you've gone mm-hmm. up here where your iron sights would be
0: okay is. yeah that's cool yeah that's always a thing for me with red dots yeah, so, trying to get used to where that dot's going to be yeah, yeah. I, I shot carry optics nationals uh, a couple
2: years ago and I, I did a lot of training on the, the carry optics style and i was run the delta point pro and i was just i spent a few weeks at the house was like draw the presentation to find the dot and i go shoot a little local match and then figure out that leaning around a a corner or something, I couldn't find the dot, so I come back and practice that. And pretty cool thing though, if you run a dot, I think the future's headed there is once you get used to that, you'll actually be a better iron sight shooter when you go back. Because what it does is it almost works like braces and fixes your structure and how you transition from target to target. And so what happened was, is when I was finding the dot and I was moving through a course, I never wanted that dot to leave my uh, field of view. Mm-hmm. So I was very robotic and stiff in how I moved and presented. Um, so then when I went back to uh, iron sights, I was doing the exact same thing. So now my iron sights stayed exactly where I needed to instead of coming out of place and realigning every time I transitioned. From okay. Target and okay. And so yeah. it's a great platform. You just... You know, the American market, we, we don't like a whole lot of change, right? <laughs> no, you're like, you're like, Oh, I gotta put in work to learn how to use a red dot. A lot of people just don't shoot enough to be able, and so they pick the gun up, they can't find the dot, and they're like, Ah, oh, this is terrible, and then they put it down there and touch it again. <laughs> <laughs> but there's benefits to, to a red dot, and that, that's why you see those on, on a lot of military so on rifles and things like that. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like the idea of being able to co witness. <laughs> Yeah, have competition, both. we always, we've got the sights, we don't
2: use the sights because it actually distracts you because what your mind ends up doing is finding the iron sights and then finding the dot. You have to break yourself of that habit of finding the dot because that's gonna shave, you know, fractions of a second off. Oh, okay. So once you do that, then when you go back to your co-witness iron sights, you don't even notice they're there and you're picking up the dot really quick. And Then if your dot ever does go down in a concealed carry situation, you know how to use iron sights and they're there, but you're not relying on
3: them. hmm Okay. The rifle,
2: cool. People do the same thing with a rifle. Mm-hmm. With well, your AR, you don't find the iron sights and then find your dot. You know, you're looking at your dot the whole time.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that can definitely be a thing. When you when you push yourself, then you'll see okay. that it's happening. All right. Is that the lineup that you've got there?
2: Uh, yeah. I showed the the steel frame Q5 matches and, and things like that earlier. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's the, the PBQ series. But I know what everybody... Yeah, that's
0: uh, that guy right there. Oh, uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are speaking Walter's language right now. Yeah, no, this is Go good. ahead, don't, don't put it down. Yeah, you got to keep
2: uh, showing it. Uh, new PBKS that's manufactured uh, in Fort Smith, Arkansas, as you can see. Kind yeah. of, yeah, that's there, good.
1: So. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they need to make one of those with a threaded girl. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah,
0: no. then you're really then you're really trying to market threaded barrel for that or no no because yeah, right. it is a fixed barrel so it's oh all right okay almost, uh, our original
2: design um so if you actually look fixed yeah. barrel.
1: yeah um, you have to you have to drive the pin out and take the barrel out if you want to go yeah. oh yeah, so. you okay do yeah you could you could it could be done can be done, and there,
0: it's been done out there before, but it's very difficult. Yeah, I mean, if
1: you're going to beat James Bond, you got to
0: yeah. have a yeah, yeah, you, you know, throw, come yeah. on, you got to throw a can up on it, you got
1: to have a movie can on it. Well, those little dinky small yeah. ones, you know, yeah,
0: but they have them. Uh, Walter, well, no, I think Babyface and I have some of those little tiny,
1: yeah, you can get, yeah, you can get pretty small. Babyface, can on
0: there. Babyface that has it, that's the one that uses the wipe, right, Walter, yeah, 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 yep. yeah, yeah, that's right. okay. Four. Very cool, very cool, man. So, are they are you guys thinking about doing those threaded? Yeah, yeah. And like I said, we just so we went, those guns haven't been
2: produced since 2012, and so the market was completely dried up. and I swear to you, for the last four years, my job
0: <laughs> has been answering, Where is the PPKS? <laughs> uh, my answer, I feel like. Yeah, that's probably like a big gun that guys out there are collecting. Yeah, um, it's, it's crazy the amount of demand for a gun that's you know, 80 years old or, or whatever. I mean, we're mm-hmm.
2: Tons of demand for that gun, and right now we're we finally started shipping them this year, which everyone's been been waiting on. It's been a long process to get them up in manufacturing here in the U.S. So we're excited to get them out there.
0: Yeah, that's cool. The, yeah, um, the Norse Horseman says he's been kicked off six times in the show. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know what's going on. I, yeah, I'm not sure. It's probably the. Um, I'm not. I, I have really no idea what's going on there, but. Uh, <laughs> I've been looking um, at a
1: gun prices.
0: Yeah, but he wants to thank you for saying loophole correctly.
1: Loophole, yes.
0: Loophole? Yeah. Loophole. Yeah. Loophole, loophole. How do people say it incorrectly? Because I want to make it. Leopold? Okay. I actually get a yeah. tour
2: of their factory. Amazing. If you ever get a chance, go to Portland and uh, you will have a, a great appreciation for what they do. I mean, it's, it's nuts.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Armament and Axis says, What is Cody's necklace? Oh, so I'm actually Catholic, and it's uh, Saint Hubertus. Oh. So it's the stag
2: with the uh, cross. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's very interesting. Uh, okay, he's a patron saint of hunting. The stag,
1: the stag is one of the like the proof marks that Germans put on their guns. Yeah,
2: yep, yeah. Yep. So if you actually look at,
0: so a little double entendre there.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you'll actually see the old proof houses the the antler with the cross built of yep. it. And it was based around the the Saint Hubertus
0: mm-hmm yeah. okay very cool let me see if there's any other um dcg44 says i have a ppq in 40 smith and wesson who wants a five inch nine millimeter m1 also plus ccp 380 oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> so the five inch m1 is a gunbuyer.com exclusive uh, we did a deal with them because there was a lot of people asking for them but there's just not enough demand to like make it an inline skew and Gunbuyer buyer ponied up and they bought in and did an exclusive and if you get on their website they actually have a bunch of the uh, models and they did titanium nitride coated barrels so you can get like blue gold silver or black or a dark gray finish on the barrels and it actually has some slide cuts on top where you can see the barrel underneath it, it looks really mm-hmm. think they for like
0: 469 yeah, like yeah. Uh, so we run guns is asking me if i asked you guys whether or not you're destroying the guns yes i did but he's and he says that's a sin I just I wanted to know what you guys are doing with the guns that are coming back you know
1: well why would they would you, God, man. That's just, that's cool. <laughs> there's no reason there's no reason to destroy anything they're just demo guns basically
2: yeah
3: that's why yeah.
1: like, you just re, you just go through and make sure they're not messed up and you
2: yeah yeah. I
0: know
1: a lot yeah. of the employees are like hoping to get some back because
2: they
0: want to buy. Yeah. I mean, most people aren't going to put a... You know, if it was... Uh, there's going to be someone out there that's going to put like a thousand rounds. I hope so. And we, you <laughs> know, through it and then send it back to you all. Some, like, people comment on social media and they're like, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to put...
2: You know, I'm gonna just shoot the heck out of it—three thousand rounds in two weeks—and we just comment. We're like, "Hey, you got till June 30th. Shoot as much as you want." <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> you know, so you got 30 yeah. days. Let me <laughs> see.
0: What does three thousand rounds cost? <laughs> it's
2: like, I've at it, and that's the purpose yeah. of it because we know, like, what if you shoot it, and that's what we tell people. That's 30 days is enough time to go find you a local competition if you want to try it for competition, or if you need to mm-hmm. carry it for a while, see if you like it. Practice, yeah, it's enough time, I think, to, to yeah.
0: Try. But you did say that you're going to have deals on the ones that are re- returned, right? Yeah, those will be uh, going out for sale.
2: Like I said, we really honestly haven't gotten many back, so you probably won't see them. Uh, okay. Market that much. So. Yeah.
1: On, on the on the navy um, one that we talked about, what yeah. navy? What navy was that done for? You uh, said Greek. Uh, Greek. Okay, that's what I thought I heard. Okay. Hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah, if you YouTube their torture test, it's hilarious, man. They actually did a torture test on the gun. Hmm.
1: Oh. Yeah, the underwater yeah. thing interests me. That yeah, that to, a Greek it, if I was going to buy one just to be different and put it away, that'd mm-hmm. be the one I'd buy to put away. Yeah, it's really cool. the Navy. Yeah,
2: they actually yeah. show it suppressed underwater, and they shoot seventeen rounds underwater, reload
0: underwater, and suppressed. fire. Yep, is it's the, the, is the Greek Navy planning <laughs> on getting it to shoot underwater. I, I'm, I laugh. I'm like, it's cool, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> How how deep is the Greek Navy? Like three dudes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: uh, hey, he can't say that's. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Dan hates you. Says, are there any big police agencies buying Walthers? So we,
2: for one, we're one of the most carried guns around the world. Just not here in the US yet because we didn't really have the facilities and the, and the staff to be able to push it. Um, but there'll, there'll be some announcements coming out soon. We, we've walked up a lot of different law enforcement agencies that are that bought into the PPQ system, uh, so we're really excited. Just can't tell you who yet, um, but we
1: will do an announcement. Um, and yeah, because you have to have service and stuff like that when you start doing park yeah. departments and stuff. Yeah, right? you
2: got to be able to be here for armors, courses, service parts, parts. Um, yeah, um, um, and that's the big thing is all of them. They they realize like how great a service that we have and how easy the PPQ platform really is to maintain and take apart and, and do work on. People usually think, you know, German guns are over-engineered. They usually are, you know, but the, the PPQ is super simplistic. There's only one more part than a block on it. So very minimal, very easy to take apart, maintain, but you still get way better accuracy, you get better trigger, you know, it's a, it's a high-performance gun, so. Um, okay. Agencies are
0: realizing that. But. Yeah. So uh, Ray, Ray Bozzolo says, who would send a Walther's back? Who would send a Walther's back? The <laughs> <laughs> receiving
2: guy, I think, is getting pretty bored downstairs, you know, at the office.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Mr. FNH says, gun people, gun people. Um, uh, can the M1 Garand, grandson says, can the PPQ M2 and PPQ 45 handle a steady diet of plus pressure ammunition?
2: Yes, they can. They're all rated to, to handle that. I recommend probably not shooting 10,000 rounds of it as a right. load. I mean, it's probably a wear through after a little while. The good thing is though, it
0: has a lifetime warranty, so whatever. Yeah, we're out the, how, so yeah. How long do the barrels last typically? Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty terrible. So last year
2: um, I shot 35,000 rounds um, through mine and it's still maintaining under two and a half inches at 25 meters. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so now your your competition shooting, so I'm guessing you're shooting a lighter load, or you're shooting regular load. I
2: don't. I've actually I don't have time to reload, so I shoot factory ammunition.
0: Okay. Uh, it
2: usually sits around 135, 136 power factor. Um, okay. You know, it, it puts it through, but we usually tell people, you know, on on Feralop, when you start seeing some accuracy go, um, you know, you can send it in. That's the cool thing. It's a, not many parts do this, but. You know, as you wear out recoil springs, as you wear out a barrel, if you ever shoot out a barrel or anything like that, it's covered under your warranty. So you can actually call us up and be like, hey, my recoil spring's done for. I need a new one. We send you a new one for free. Okay.
0: Oh, cool.
2: Yeah. Okay. So maintenance parts, you know, imagine buying a car and going to the dealership and be like, hey, my tires are bold. I need new tires. And
0: then yeah. Then- like change my brakes, dude. <laughs> yeah, <right now>. <laughs> <laughs> my brakes are worn out. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Unless you get like some kind of protection plan, yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: which you still will have to pay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, let's see. Access says he like he says, I think the Walther offer of return it if you don't like it is awesome. Um, Tyben Show wants to know if Walter ha- if you Wolf- Walther ever have an option, if they'd <sighs> offer a pistol with a barrel, 10 inch barrel or do you make a 10 millimeter pistol? Not a 10
2: yeah. barrel, a 10 millimeter, not yet. Um, we're gonna explore it, but it's just, it's one of those things. We get a lot, we get quite a bit of questions on it on social media and stuff like that, but really like the grand scheme of the market, cause we're still pretty small. So we got to justify being able to, to go through the entire process of making a
1: new firearm. Just just when you get the 10 millimeter to market, the fad goes away. Yeah, <laughs> Nobody wants everybody, everybody, everybody's like, "Who the hell wants ten millimeter when you can yeah. have forty cal?" Yeah,
2: <laughs> I think it's, I think it's there to stay though. When you look at like backcountry hunters and and things like that using it for hiking and, and stuff. Like okay, air and stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, we're looking into it. it it's on the radar, but um,
0: we don't offer one right now. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, let me see. I'm trying, I'm still getting some more questions from Tyvan. Let's see what. Okay, he's thanking me. He's thanking me. Tyvin is right now percolating in his brain some other crazy. Do you make a 10 millimeter, 10, <laughs> 10 millimeter barrel for a 10 millimeter? A 10 inch barrel for a 10, 10 inch, millimeter. Yeah, 10 inch barrel for a 10 millimeter. That's what I'm trying to say. You got it. Uh, <laughs> yeah um dcg44 says if you do a long slide 10 millimeter i'm in all right all right yeah i up on that <laughs> <emailing>. <laughs> yeah um uh and diesel vision has walther heard of max gauntlet test and are y'all nervous about those returns
2: yeah i think our pbqs went through the gauntlet test and we had a i think a little bit of issues with i can't remember if it was like the heavy mud or something because what was happening was we have a step chamber, and a lot of people don't know this. Um, At the back of World War II, the so most mm-hmm. uh, chambers fit Yeah, you know that. So, p thirty eight and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, most chambers are loose-fit, so they feed reliably, but you lose accuracy and the gun runs dirtier. Um, mm-hmm. so we did, or estimated numbers, but first 75% of the, the chambers loose-fit, last 25% actually steps down and it's basically match grade. So, the round feeds reliably, but then wedges itself in there, gives you better accuracy, higher velocities. So that's a big thing when you look at people that compare like our gun to uh, other guns on the market is like oh this one's a little bit more snappier and it's not because of our axis or any of that because we're shooting a lot higher velocities um, out of our guns than most of the others because of that step chamber so, which is great for self-defense rounds and things like that so, okay so alright cool yeah, some mud would fall in there and kind of get into that step chamber but our our guns are extremely reliable and I think it, it passed that test pretty, pretty well so and no, we're not yeah. nervous about the returns like I said we're we're pretty confident that we're not getting any back. Like I said we're a month into it and you're saying it's pretty successful. So, but like I said okay. we stand behind it. We're not uh
0: we're not scared to see to try something new. So. Okay. All right, did you have some other questions, Walter? No, I'm just I'm just listening to the whole yeah. thing here. I don't know if you want to pop out and do some news. I think we've put <laughs> we put Cody through the gauntlet here. <laughs> I like <it. laughs> <laughs> you know
1: what i, I want go ahead is this hey you got some mud in this chamber or what i mean it's like
0: <laughs> yeah uh i'm gonna hit up just just real quick i'm gonna hit up some gun news here so we can see if there's a, if you guys have any news things that you want to talk about real quick just take a little break so liberty has the um has a new infinity x lightweight silencer walter and i were testing it yes we did and um there's this there's an article on uh, the firearms blog about it um and there's a picture there of it on a uzi i think right walter is that an uzi i think so but you oh, were you yeah. were running weren't you running that on the um Sten gun yes yeah we shot yeah. that on the Sten gun yep
1: There'll be some video of that, I'm sure, coming up pretty soon.
0: Yes, right? yeah, absolutely, yeah. I've, we shot a ton of video, so we'll get some of that out. Yep. But um, I thought it was cool. Yeah, very, no, very it, light. It, it worked very well, actually, yeah. Yeah, um, titanium, titanium. Yeah, very,
1: uh, very quiet,
0: yep. Yeah, uh, let's see, let me see. I don't know if there's any other news that you saw out there um, in the gun world trying to do you do you follow gun news, Cody? I do pretty close cool. industry stuff. um I try to yeah.
2: think about What competitors are doing and products coming out and stuff like yeah.
0: That. So. What uh is there any industry stuff you saw out there? Let's see. I'm trying to. I'm skimming through here.
1: Oh, um. oh, uh, Heckler and Koch, Biersteins. What's up with that? beer steins beer steins that's what it says they they got they limited edition beer steins it looks like oh where did you see that one that's on the farms club
3: yeah
1: oh yeah
3: we actually
1: uh i guess those hk marks will be like they'll be fighting over those things yeah
2: Oh! Did some pretty cool limited edition patches. Boom! Can-
1: oh, cool! Oh,
0: okay. that's cool! Yeah, was that called? I called call first dibs. Oh boy! Yeah,
2: <laughs> I got a couple extras of my. Office. Yeah,
0: yeah, you better get, get ship those out. Get up on um, it! <laughs> yeah, was that for Shot Show this year or last year? uh This year. Uh, Oh okay.
1: Oh, that's why they were crowding
0: around your booth. I (laughs) think a yeah,
1: getting the swag. (laughs) The swag (laughs) hounds were there. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's cool. (laughs) That is a funny story, with The swag at shows so funny. Like you'll set stuff out, and people will just
0: like walk by and just like grab grab everything.
2: (laughs) I was like, man,
0: come on, I gotta buy that. (laughs) Uh Um, yes, because they immediately go up on eBay. Oh yeah,
1: my pet. My, my patches that i've sold for like five or six bucks on uh, sometimes 35 45 50 bucks on on ebay i'm like holy cow i think it's great
0: if they get it Great. Yeah. but it's just funny to watch yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah we don't do that if we if we get patches we'll some, we'll we'll ask first of all if we could take multiples but we yeah. we give them away we do giveaways and stuff like that yeah. you know yeah. um for the folks who can't go to shot show yeah. but i'm sure there's some of those folks out there who immediately sell them oh, oh. yeah yeah <laughs>
1: So, um, yeah. You know, it's like it's like speaking of HK, like the HK calendars and the uh, and the um, Dylan Arrow calendars, boom up on eBay right away for sale. Yeah, you know, crazy. So, yeah,
2: like, yeah. Because uh, uh, like you know, we we're used to getting it for free, going to gun stores and you know, get that stuff if you ask for. It.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sapper Hog Twenty Five says, Cody, I'll take you to lunch in exchange for that patch. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like Mexican food so that's my favorite
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> there you go he's bri- he's bribable for a patch <laughs> um, let's see what else we have here um, uh, Richard Rasnick wants to know if Walther is doing any giveaways you guys have any giveaways going on? Doing quite a bit of giveaways um, so if you check out um, Alien Gear Holsters we're doing a giveaway
2: I've gone a month with uh, Alien Gear Um. So check them out, and they're doing swag every week from us. Um, and then uh, Gat um, uh, Daily, Gat Daily is doing a giveaway. Uh, NRA Show will have a uh, giveaway with Um We just finished one up on March first. We did through Walt, just through us uh, direct for q uh, Q5 Match Steel Frank Pro.
0: Okay, who yeah. won that?
2: Oh man, I can't remember his name. Uh, his okay, not this week, so he's pretty excited. So okay we do quite a bit of the giveaways
0: so. yeah so how so if folks out there want to know about your giveaways where do they need to go i uh, just visit our instagram or uh facebook page and
3: uh, oh, okay
2: Facebook's a little bit more restricting instagram you'll see a little easier uh, are but,
0: you typically the guy on the instagram or is that someone else in the company uh, the uh, events so he, he handles all of the social media he does great i I dab on there every now and then
2: uh, answer some questions uh but Vince handles most of the social media, but definitely okay. just, just sign up for our Walter well, email too. And we send out all the different giveaways and opportunities and stuff like that. That's going out. And we try not to pester you. It's
0: once a month we'll send out an email. So. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: not, not every freaking day, twice a day or something. It's like, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, some, some places are really, some bad. places are crazy now. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I need to get back to working on our email list. Uh, we're we're doing some stuff on that, but uh, we were doing like once a week or something. But well yeah, yeah. we need to get back in it because I think it's good to have an email list with all this stuff going on, uh, with the social media companies, etc. Yeah. yeah, social media could end for gun companies quick. So
2: I always yeah. gun guys like sign up for their email newsletters and you know Crowder does mm-hmm. that mug club thing just so mm-hmm. you want to mm-hmm. build it up because there's just so many restrictions on on sort of pro two way type stuff out there. Mm. We've got to just build ourselves uh, to that in case it doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, Crowder is really good with that stuff. And and uh, even before he, like, I think he's getting a little bit more of a team. He always had somewhat of a team, but they're bulking yeah. up the team a little bit. Yeah, they they just, always did really funny stuff of Mug yeah. Club and all that, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, now we'll, so with this whole thing going on with social media, you guys have a YouTube channel, all that stuff, I'm assuming, right? So what do you think about everything happening with uh, YouTube being restrictive and Twitter, all these, you know, de-platforming people? What do you guys think about that? Yeah, it's
2: tough, it sucks. Like, we, we hate it and we understand there's a, there's a point to capitalism though, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Those are privately owned companies that do what they want, so mm-hmm. we, we understand that, but I think us as a, as a gun community need to stand up a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, ah. we don't scream that loud.
1: Oh, okay. I I I think some of the major manufacturers need to stand up a little bit more. Yeah, um, yeah. because they kind of cowered every every challenge, mm-hmm.
0: and I think they need to say, "Hey, this ain't illegal." Yeah, yeah leave it mm-hmm. leave it alone, man. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we need some weight to really get uh, Congress to take a look at it. You know, uh... it's the
1: second oldest profession in the United States. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Besides the oldest, we all yeah. know what the oldest profession Absolute, is. So, <laughs> and then,
1: and that's illegal so. <laughs> in most places, anyway. So, yeah. yeah,
2: it's a tough deal right now, and especially for us. And we kind of got caught a little late to the game. You know, back then when you could buy lights. You know, as a gun company, still a lot of companies did that. We missed that boat, so we're still mm-hmm. building up very uh, kind of grassroots efforts. And
0: things. Yeah, that's good though. There's nothing wrong with that. Have you
2: guys heard about Gunstreamer? uh yes i've seen a, a little bit I haven't got into it but it looks very interesting we may have to get involved yeah
0: yeah i mean we're, we're involved in it i've seen people um here in the chat saying they're on it basically it's a platform like youtube so if you guys have a bunch of videos up on your youtube channel you can sign up for GunStreamer and um then request that they pull your videos so they actually it's not links that they put on their thing they pull your videos and put them on their servers so if you woke up one day and youtube killed your your channel yeah, you'd still have all your content um, be able to stream off of GunStreamer.
2: Yeah.
3: So,
0: and that happens to It's happened to Spikes Tactical, Brownells, a bunch of other guys. Yep,
2: yep. It does a lot. So we, I think, you know, our industry as a whole need to get together and and do.
0: Yeah, that. I would say definitely look into that, and then you know, platforms like GunStreamer and the other guys that are trying to offer alternatives, they need the industry to get in there and support them. Yeah, you know, advertising, et cetera. I, I think that support's really important. Like, uh, gun streamers trying to do a live thing, but that's going to take money. Yeah. You know, I think they can use some company coming in there and every time someone goes live on it, it goes, Hey, you know, this is brought to you by Walther. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of a thing. So uh, we need to prepare for what's coming. I th- I think that right now, they're kind of like testing the fences with a lot of stuff because they don't fully have political cover to go after us. But if uh, the pendulum should swing completely the other way and they have both houses and they have the white house and all that, man, they'll just, you, you, your head will be spinning how fast they'll they'll start just deleting channels completely. So, yeah. I mean, if you look at what happened with uh, Alex. Alex Jones. I mean, there are these places basically were allowed to de-platform him and yeah. everyone seems to be over it. But that's, you know, weird to me.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, you know,
2: First Amendment is pretty, pretty straightforward.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and when you're manufacturing um, guns that's covered by the Second Amendment and then you, the, the First Amendment should allow people to talk about it. Yep. You know, it's definitely things that we should look into and think about. So. I always tell people, too, I think the gun industry,
2: I don't know of any other one, that you're seeing all the major companies move to the U.S. and build facilities and create jobs. What other industries are doing, that? you're seeing HK, clock Us, US, um, mm-hmm. so now, all of them move to the United States and build facilities and create jobs and manufacturing and things like that. There's not yeah. many companies out there that do that.
0: Yeah. And, you know, if I can get like political for a second in terms of, you know, I saw with everything that happened in New Zealand, there's people in New Zealand are like turning in their guns because the government plans are making even more restrictive uh, gun regulations. And that's pretty terrible to me. Like if you really want peace, if you really want your country to be peaceful, you're going to have to defend that peace. Yeah. Yep. I think it kind of sucks to see that people are voluntarily doing that. And um, that's not going to happen in America so far. I I, I know there's going to be some people that do that, yeah. but I think Americans see the no. Second Amendment in a completely different way from the rest of the world. Yeah, we were founded differently, and, you know, like mm. we're one of a few yeah. the actual First Amendment, and it's because of the Second Amendment.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's yeah. there's a lot of heritage to that, and, and the way we're raised, and, and things like that. And we don't we may not get the media content, but you know, it it, it shows up in the end. Of, how many of us there actually are. So. Mm-hmm. We Absolutely. Are we, are. we do know what's going on, you know, like a lot of people portrays us. So,
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Walter, I heard you grunting back there. No, I said no to the giving up the guns. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, no. it's sad to see that, that in New Zealand people are just doing that. And I'm thinking Someone just went after people and victimized them. You're going to give up your guns and then wait around for the cops, which most of them aren't even armed. I mean, that's (laughs) that's insane. (laughs) So, thank
2: people. uh, uh, So we have Gabby Franco as one of our like I said uh, uh, random and -hmm. she's from Venezuela and mm -hmm. stories of like because she grew up shooting and she was the Venezuela's first Olympic female shooter and she left whenever they basically banned guns. Venezuela, and she couldn't do any of that anymore. She came to the U.S. Know if she was a pro athlete, and uh, she has a great story about that. Her her family still lives in Venezuela, and what's going on down there right now? Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah, it's bad. Yeah,
2: girl, you know, and she's a big promoter of all the two way stuff because of that. She's she saw how fast a, a country can just take a downfall. You, you mm-hmm. never know. You
0: know? Yeah, it's bad and it's getting worse. And ultimately in Venezuela, uh, lots of places around the world, like Haiti, for example, these countries are really only going to get better. Not when like America comes in or some other country comes in and helps out or whatever, because they're always going to have their motives. When the people who live there rise up and go, OK, we had enough of this. Yeah. You know, but like that's when those places are gonna get better, but the people are the ones that have to be the core of that whole thing, and then what allows them to rise up against their government
2: yep, yep. so I mean, that's what we're that's what we're built on, so we understand that fact
0: you mm-hmm.
3: know
2: it takes a lot to get get a person to be able to do that, you know,
0: yeah. Yeah. But if you want your country to be a better place, the solution, I'm not saying, I'm not telling people don't come to America, but the solution, ultimately, if you love where you're from and a lot of, and a a lot of instances, like, for example, Haiti is on the island of Hispaniola, right? Dominican Republic. Everyone goes there for vacation. Haiti's on the same island. If you, (laughs) if you, if you're living in a paradise, you have to maintain that paradise (laughs) somehow, you know, and it's the same thing. It would be the same thing would go for Venezuela you know um the same thing would go for brazil uh, I, I was looking at something that was they were talking about um you know since the olympics like all those slums in brazil and everything just went right back to bad yeah you know so um ultimately the people are the ones who have to rise up there's not this a magical person out there called the government or anyone else that's going to come save you. You have to save yourself. I think America was built on that principle and that's why the linchpin of all that is the second amendment.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, and for all the people thinking about it here in America, if you're looking or listening to this from outside of America, it's very, very important. Just think about it. Like do you want to wait for someone to come save you in the moment <laughs> or do you want to be able to save yourself? So, yeah um okay uh armament and Axis says um you know they've got a they've got a 500 sub giveaway and all that kind of stuff going on so um uh, just you know for you guys who are interested in that check it out um uh and diesel vision says they go to the dominican republic for body alterations not vacation <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, whatever <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> whatever floats your boat okay so you know what? Let me let me start wrapping this up. We're we're kind of like crossing over into nine o'clock hour, you know. I think uh, Cody's been pretty good, man. Answered a lot of questions, showed us a lot yeah, of guns, yeah. Yeah. you know. So um, I think uh, let's get let's start going down here and uh, let me just show off. Look at that, Cody. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you're gonna have to come hang out with us to shoot this bad boy. All right, we'll, we'll yeah. Because I got I gotta uh, check that out. So. Yeah, you're welcome to come to Florida. You know, we'll. We'll let you hang with us, shoot some guns. Walter and I. So, um, okay, go ahead, Walter. What are you showing off there? Yeah, shoot the real gun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm. um, do you have any of those around the warehouse? Like, Cody, like, you got any? You got any of these no. like old classics around no, the I, warehouse?
2: No, we <laughs> We have a museum over in Germany. It's phenomenal. We're about to release an actual uh, hour-long Walter history on Amazon Prime.
0: Um, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll cool. do a big release in the next couple of weeks around that. Cool. So a documentary, right? Yeah. yeah we'll document oh, cool. It. Yeah. When you do that, let me know. Yeah. Yeah,
2: definitely. We had uh, a yeah. like, go over and, and, and Google, uh, talking with a product manager over there showing off just some of the stuff throughout time. But we, we couldn't do it all because there's so much, but uh
0: <laughs> Yeah okay cool so for the folks out there that want to find out more about the shoot it uh love it buy it and just walther in general or you where do they need to go to uh, get in touch with you guys follow you etc
2: yeah waltherarms.com
0: and you're you're going to find links to our instagram facebook youtube um
2: all of that uh, we do great content so definitely uh, check that stuff out um and then if you want uh go ahead and sign up for our newsletter also if you're interested in the money back guarantee, you'll see shoot it, love it, buy it on our website and click it. It'll take you to the, the URL for it um, and, and definitely check it out until telling people take advantage of it because if people don't go out and support it, you know, programs like this, you're not going to see other companies do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and that's why you're going to see a lot of companies be a little hesitant about being innovative because they don't know, they don't want to put forth the effort if it's not going to work. So, mm-hmm. um, Think yeah.
0: I think you guys might pressure some other companies into doing it. They'll just call it something else cuz you probably trademark yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. They normally follow us and
2: like to see what we do. So I expect it to yeah. The of the
0: yeah, it'll be something like bang it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bang it, dig it. Yeah. I don't know. I will definitely call out to so that. Bang. Bang it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure the folks in here can come up with some real interesting stuff. Okay, yeah. So follow follow Walter. You guys are on Instagram, Facebook. Are you are you all yeah, you guys are on Twitter. Yep, Twitter also. Um, yeah. So follow them. And uh Walter, what about you? How can the folks
1: uh facebook instagram uh twitter a little bit um yeah just uh stay tuned still waiting on atf hadn't heard anything yet yep. um the, uh, just a couple more days you never know
0: Yep, but um, stock's getting out there oh yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah definitely that's what i uh we are right um as a matter of fact this little shiny piece just came off the milling machine today which is the back end for the uh for the uh, eight, the full-size HKMP5 stock, so very, nice, um, very and nice. These are coming off starting tomorrow. I'll start blasting them and get them over to anodizing, and we'll start shipping these things
0: for people who want them. So. Yeah, absolutely, man. That yeah. makes That's going to make your gun look awesome. Well, and Be I'm functional. not doing
1: them shiny timing, by the way. No shiny for
0: you. <laughs> uh, yeah, shiny um, in 10 inches. I want to see a polish <laughs> in MP5. <That> also, <laughs> 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 um, also, like Shooting Gallery says he was in Orlando last week. Uh, I wish he hit me up. Um, if you If you go to my social media, you'll probably see a way to hit me up. I've got a number on my phone. People can reach out to me through. So go ahead and do that. You know, look, look, uh, search for Hank Strange. If you guys are not subscribed to this channel, do it now. Okay, let's get subscribed. Ring the bell so you get notified. Thanks to everyone that's here in the chat asking all the good questions. All the people listening to this, we're on iTunes, Podbean, all the good places that you can uh, you can get your audio fill. When you're doing that, thanks so much to Cody from Walter for coming on and oh, you know uh, putting up with us for two hours.
1: <laughs> good job!
0: I would say, right, Walter, you did a good yeah, job.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, excellent. excellent. Bad. Not yeah.
0: Bad. <laughs> yeah, not bad, not bad. Oh. So, put everybody to sleep yet? So, no, no, and no. I see lots of good things in the chat. People oh. are very happy. You know, lots of questions got answered and stuff like that. You know what? We'll Walter. We're going to have to get our hands on on some of the stuff here and do do more videos of the uh, more modern things and stuff like that. So yeah, sure. Uh, we'll, we'll work out something with Cody here yeah. and uh, get that popping. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I gotta, I gotta get that Navy gun to shoot underwater. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah. Challenge.
0: Awesome. I see that. Challenge has been given. <laughs> Challenge has been given. All right. Thanks a lot, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. I have no idea who's coming up, but we'll see you it guys. It won't be tomorrow. me
1: though, but anyways. yeah,
0: well, yeah, Walter, Walter. We'll will take be a couple of days off. Yeah. yeah, he's got you know we got to rest him. He's old. He's we're both old, breaking down, breaking down. All right, we'll see you guys. Peace.